0: Hey, I'm JR. And I'm Mike from the 18 over par with Mike and JR
1: Podcast.
0: Welcome to season three of the pod, where we'll continue exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world and beer.
1: Lots of beer. Lots of beer, JR.
2: It's the eighteen over
3: par podcast with Mike and Jr.
2: You suck, yeah,
4: Welcome
0: to eighteen over bar with Mike and Jr. Proudly presented by Bryce Matt Leschewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management part of IA Private Wealth and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446. I'm JR, he's Mike, and today we're joined by father-son duo Ken and Mike Portius. Ken recently authored a book about the history of Sandy Hook Golf Course... His son, Mike, played competitively as a youngster and now can be found at Rossmere Golf and Country Club. We are back in Studio A. It's been a while since uh, we've been in Studio A. A little bit of a chillier evening. Yeah. As soon as... So there's two Mikes tonight. Let's make that clear. There's you, Mike, co-host of 18 Over Par. And there's Mike Porteous, who is our guest along with his father, Ken Porteus. I think this is the first father-son duo we've had. I believe so. On the show at the same Yeah, well, on the show.
4: Might be the, same might be the last.
5: Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how the ratings
0: go on this one. But as soon as Mike Porteus walked to the back, he's like, oh, there's a line in the backyard. So you might hear from the cat. Yeah. You might hear some geese. What's plain. the cat's name? Uh, Osmandius. Right. That's, That's a great Osmandias, name. king of cats. Shout out to Mr. Duick from back at Bruce Middle School he brought up the poem Osmandius. does he listen <laughs> maybe I don't know he hasn't reached out <laughs> nice we got a lot of people reaching out especially after the Terry Hashimoto episode oh what so an episode that was yeah even uh, Mike Portius here coming on before was listening to the Hash episode and yeah, yeah stories
3: Ugh, it just got progressively like funnier and better and he got more engaged as it went on it was good yeah it was a great listen
0: Mm-hmm. And also a great listen, at least when it comes to financial advice and maybe family life and, and all the other stuff, is Bryce Matleschewski. want to say thanks again to him. He's an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446. And Mike and I, we're supposed to be golfing with Bryce as well as Curtis, hopefully. Ferguson Curtis He's really? out on the East Coast playing. And while the time the episode this drops, we'll know what happened at the mm-hmm. Canadian Mid-Am Championships. Uh, he won the Midmasters last year. I think that's 40 and over. I don't know if you guys know what the Midmasters are when it comes to the Canadian.
3: Nope. That sounds amateur, about right. But I
0: think it was. Yeah, he, he won it last year. won the whole shebang. So he's out there representing shebang. us again this year, as in Gulf Manitoba. So Nice. And oh, Good luck
1: to him. Yeah, go for it. And then Rhonda. Rhonda. Yeah, Ronda U.S. Ronda Senior Women's Open. Yeah. Wild, I, I learned that recently. So good luck to her this weekend, and uh, all the best. I think they're out in Portland. Yeah, yeah, on the West
0: Coast. They played
3: this morning too. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: she's got a live, well, not a live blog, but they she has a daily, a daily blog. Is that Golf right? Golf Manitoba, yes. Yeah, so oh. If you haven't, I'm sure it'll still be up there by the time the I should read Senior it. women's is open. Yeah, check it out. Is it a vlog or Very blog? It's a blog, but she takes pictures, so it's a oh. blog. Plug a pog? I don't a know.
1: Plug, not a pog. I used to play pogs. Yeah. Well, this is a pod. <laughs> this is a pod. Yeah. Talking along. about pogs, and it's a little. Uh, we're out in the uh, studio A is semi outdoors. You may hear hear some uh, wildlife as you mentioned, but I, I, it's a little breezy. So I got my uh, my. Uh, what do we say yeah, here? Yeah, Centerport, Canada, Rail Park, Manitoba, Open <laughs> sweater. Mm-hmm. It's so, a beautiful level wear. Level wear got the Southwood. Uh, embroidery on it so i just wanted to shout out to them because i paid uh full price for this and uh, it's, it's well worth the money <laughs> big fan of the rail park shout anyways all
0: right well i was going to get into a bunch of other shout outs but maybe i'll sprinkle them in throughout the show but i do want to give a shout out to glendale has uh, played there recently and also Mike you recently
3: got married there I did yeah finally long time coming it's, uh was it COVID COVID just kept pushing things back yeah I always bought myself an extra year so two and then COVID and then I have a son <laughs> now as well so yeah that uh five days five years of engagement and uh nice you know Zena did a great job she did all the planning and uh, I was along for the ride most of it you know a couple of uh executive decisions along the way. But yeah, what a great venue and, and how great it turned out. Uh, Paige, shout out, did an amazing job. Uh, and the venue, now that it's been redone, pfft, just locked out, you know. No, I can't do it, can't do it. Oh, you're redoing it? Perfect, thank you, great. This is fantastic. And, nice. and really, it turned out just uh, better than I could have hoped for. So yeah, it was great. And so the reason why I brought up Glendale is not only because you got married there, but you guys are members.
0: So I know you guys from Assiniboine, first and foremost, and then... Mike and I went on to school. Well, all two Mikes and myself went on to school together. Ken's a little bit older than us, uh, so he did not go to school with us. Thank goodness. (laughs) That would have been something. Um, So I played with Blair Mooney, Derek Instance, and Tim Grant, all past guests of the podcast and all former employees Mm. of the Cinnaboy and Golf Club. So we went out to Glendale, and we played a match. The old guys won, so that being Timmy G and Instance. They took down the Young Guns. I think it was two and one or maybe three. I don't know. They...
1: We'll have
5: they to want, ask yeah,
1: them. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll have to ask them. But uh, afterwards, got into it a little bit. And so Darren Gale and Donnie Rice, also former members of Assiniboine now at Glendale, uh, had a few pops, met some of the fine staff there, the service staff, both Mac and Mia, and also met their mother. So if you want to know how I met their mother, it's because I was cleaning up after myself at Glendale. So that's why she <laughs> thought I peed my pants. And I'm like, no, no, just spill on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in
1: the lovely uh, front lounge area that they, they have now the new area yeah, so or were you on the patio no, or?
0: So we doing the patio. so we walk in I guess that's the I don't know the restaurants or the, yeah, on the us, right. and then on, on the, the right side. is more of the lounge bar ish yeah. area so I was on the right side yeah and yeah so there was uh, there was a clip going around uh, on Snapchat of me so if you've seen it you know all about it. And we'll leave it at that. Or you can DM the pod and ask
1: about it. I
3: didn't it. see you know.
0: it. You didn't, well there you go. I wanna see know. this picture to be honest. <laughs> I actually have I have a picture. I'll show you guys after, but oh. there is a there is a video on it. Did so, you put uh, it on your vlog? I did not. No, no. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll ask Rhonda. Maybe she could post it on her pod. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh,
0: all right. Well let's get into it. So we are sitting here with the Portiuses, Portiusai, and I think every episode you've used this word, impetus. But the Home <laughs> Champions, Sandy Hook Golf Club. It is a book, it is a picture book, and it is done by none other than Ken C. Porteous. So, Ken, why the book? And why is it so amazing?
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I grew up with, uh, with Drew Doyle, who was uh, Jim Doyle's first son of three, uh, along with... Uh, their sibling sister, Maureen. And uh, we talked about what we, we knew that there was going to be a 100th anniversary coming up and, you know, what should we do? And uh, I've, uh, I've always been interested in history and golf. It just seemed like a good combination to, to put it together. So two years of, uh, of my life, <laughs> Uh, researching, writing, designing, and uh, self-publishing uh, the home of champions.
0: So you did it all. You literally did it all.
4: Yeah, I had uh, I had one friend that uh, edited quite a few of the pages, and uh, he he did a great job of of taking my words and uh, you know making it very readable. So. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to Gord Howe. Oh, very nice. Yeah,
0: shout out to Gord. But it is, it's a lovely put yeah. together. And- There's
4: over 100 photographs in it, more than 20,000 words. And it takes it right from 1922 right through to uh, 2022. And where can you get it now? I have about 20 copies left. And I think I counted about eight in the pro shop. And that's all there is. Uh, the first printing was 160 copies. That went quickly last year, and uh, people were were coming up to me, you know can Can I get another copy or, or whatever? And uh, so I decided to do a second printing of 100. So 260 copies out there. I've got about 20 left, and there's a few in the pro shop. So did you sign any that's of them? It. I actually did. Okay. <laughs> it was uh, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a little embarrassing. The the f- because the the um, the golf course officially opened on Dominion Day, 1922, uh, which is now Canada Day, and so it was on Canada Day last year that uh, I sat in the pro shop or sat in the clubhouse, I should say, at Sandy Hook, and. Uh, had a bunch of copies and people were coming in. They had ordered them, pre-ordered, and that to pick up their copies. And then a couple of people said, "Well, you got to sign it." And I said, mm-hmm. "I'm not that famous, but, oh, uh, man. but uh, I was—I was, I was going to okay. get my
1: copy signed by well, you today. So hopefully, the end of the pod." <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: Michael.
4: Michael, did you bring my sharpie? <laughs> yeah.
1: Funny enough, I, uh, the
0: same thing happened to me at Glendale. So they You signed a book? I signed a hat. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> no way. eighteen. <laughs> yeah. 1800s so also no, how it's a, it's a. it's yeah. a weird it feeling,
3: isn't is yeah, it? Yeah, it is.
0: it's it's like Yeah, she just yeah. came up to me was like, "Oh my god, like the podcast and then Blair and instance and Timmy G Were like, "Yeah, that's that's one of the guys." She's like, "What?" She's like, oh. "Oh my god because we had Andre on. Oh yeah. A couple a uh, couple epi- mm-hmm. uh, a few episodes ago now, Andre Martel from from Glendale. A great story as well, a great listen. And she's like, "Yeah, I love that, love that uh, episode." And sure enough, awesome. signed the hat, gave her my number, and next thing you know, it's history.
1: Was it? An, it was an eighteen-over par hat, or just her, hat. her her hats. hat? <laughs> did you put your number on it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Yeah, she just texted me to make sure I got home safely, which I did. So shout out to Matt. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So there, we're weaving the stories here. Uh, but, but back to Sandy Hook. Where were you originally? playing golf was it a Cinnaboyne was it, it was, was it both it was a Cinnaboyne
4: yeah my uh, my St. So James <clears throat> boy yeah my mother and father bought me a, a membership of like all my buddies uh, to a Cinnaboyne, played every day during the summer and uh, you know tried to hone our craft as it were our craft <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the craft of golf <laughs> what street did you call home Grew up on Truro Street. Oh, yeah. So be about six or seven blocks over from Assiniboine. And uh, I actually, in junior high, in grade eight and nine at, at Deer Lodge Junior High, which was the corner of Albany. And Ness Avenue, the building is still there. It's oh, that it, decrepit thing. The, yes. Oh, okay. ex- exactly okay. that yeah. decrepit thing. Yeah. <laughs> they but, film a uh, lot of movies in there oh, now. Right. Yeah, 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 they've yeah. done all just, kinds of different different things. A lot of in zombie
0: there. apocalypse movies.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, like
3: well, could yeah. they could. They could for all sure. The junk that's outside all yeah. the time.
4: <laughs> but anyway, I would uh, living on Truro Street backing on to Truro Creek, I would actually go and play nine holes at Assiniboine before school started. Wow. Cool. Yeah, in in May and June. So how can we get like, better at golf? Well, that was that. Well, uh, some guy named Halderson sort of burst my bubble to tell you the truth. And, and the same with Drew Doyle. Like mm-hmm. we, I think it was, I, I want to say 1970, the Manitoba Junior was held, I think one day at Niakwa And, uh, although Danny was two years older than us, I think he won the junior in in 1970. He was 18. We were 16 and, uh, he shot, you know, some sort of ridiculous scores or whatever. And for some reason, and I, I have, I, I save everything, but I do not have this card, but I seem to remember I shot 44 55 wow. for 99 <laughs> and and my, and my golf uh <laughs> yeah. my golf career kind of kind of went up in flames on that day and, and drew doyle wasn't any better
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well that's good to know and now well, we mentioned before um your son had a Cineboy, so i guess that's you got him into the game
4: yeah, because I, as you guys know, I wasn't much of a hockey player. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and, uh, and I tried to get him curling, but then when he just about lost his baby finger, when somebody slammed a rock in, into it against the boards, Jeez. that sort of ended his curling yeah, career man. as well. Yeah. But we wow. stuck with the golf stuck with the golf dad always jokes though the
3: only two sports that he can play is when he can have a beer in his hand and that's curling and that's golf (laughs) yeah he can't can't even skate (laughs)
0: that's a true story though well did you so did you give mike any lessons did you give your son any lessons or how did did i don't i don't
4: i don't really think so um i i i don't I don't recall that. Um.
3: Ah, pointers here and there. But uh, uh, growing up, uh, as much as we played at Assiniboine, which we were, yeah. Like once I got older, I became a member there as well. But in the summer, I spent uh, I spent two two and a half months straight with my mom uh, at the lake. My sister as well; she also golf's great player. Um, but. Uh, right outside of our cabin it's about a 50 yard walk and then we get onto the 12th hole at sandy hook and then about another 30 yards past that there is the old number eight hole when sandy hook was originally just uh, a nine hole course and it's right along the highway um, and all the members there was no range at sandy hook so it was used as like a practice area and uh, i just remember going out there and whacking balls wanting to do it as much as I could. There's some funny videos out there of me stuffing golf balls with my shirt tucked in. So I looked like I was 300 pounds and I was (laughs) was probably four or five years old at the time. (laughs) So it's definitely something that I, I, I I don't remember not having golf in my life in some capacity and definitely spent a lot of time out there, but I would just watch him hit balls. I'd run around and, you know, it's not necessarily all about uh, golfing yourself, but just being around it and, I remember that. And then I got older and then I would shag balls by catching his wedges with my baseball glove, practicing (laughs) baseball. And so so, we've heard that before on the show and and son right of passage
0: almost when it comes to golf.
3: So did that uh, as much as mom didn't like it, but uh, you know, I was a decent baseball player too. So at least I could not get hit in the dome, Um, but spent a lot of time just whacking balls around on that little, that old fairway. And and still to this day when i go out there you know i'll go out there
4: and and so does he still well, we have a, we have a classic little video clip like it's 5 seconds he's again he's 3 years old maybe 4 hitting balls in the backyard on belvedere street and we had a we had a springer spaniel named aspen he learned very early how to hit down on a, on a golf ball which is what you got to do and so he takes this mighty swing hits down and aspen walked right across in in front of this bingo oh, no. right in the side of the head there's just a, oh, wow. on the on the on the video there's just a little Jeez. just a little yelp oh, no <laughs> but, wow but uh <laughs> The dog lived. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: lived to tell a story. the story. Yeah. 35 mil uh, oh, tape. Or- tell you, it was- I thought you were going to talk about the broken windows that I...
4: Well, there was that. There was that too, but I did the same thing. I remember my dad... My dad was a left-hander, and he, he was a pretty fair a pretty fair golfer in his day. And uh, if, if he wanted to golf on the weekends or go in tournaments... According to my mom, well, okay, that's fine. You can do that, but you got to take Ken with you. And he, and he did. And I remember the the carts in the old days, you could wrap your legs around the golf bag and put your feet on axles of the, of the golf cart. And he would drag me around. I remember we went to Carmen. We went to Nipua and I was just a little kid, but, uh, they, they allowed it and, (laughs) And he, he and everyone dry. survived. Everybody survived, and then I saw my first hole in one at a It was the old seventh hole before they had taken the uh, before they had taken that hole out of play to put in the St. James Civic Center. Mm. And uh, one of my dad's, one of my dad's friends, got a got a hole in one, and uh, there was quite a, quite a lot of yelling and screaming, and that I didn't quite quite understand <laughs> what happened. Like, you so Graffa essentially.
3: <coughs> you know, started the stroller with the with the little carry bag on oh, his yeah. back. Except right. you were just sitting on the car <laughs> on top right, of the bag. You, uh, right you're pretty on top much of it, just riding around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. it no, was great fun. That's fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't even know that.
0: No, I didn't even know that although we did get some original designs or close original designs of a Cineboy from Tyler Kearns, right, who's a Glendale member now and designer of uh, golf course architect, I didn't know that that was eroding
4: before the civic center went in. I guess. Right.
1: Was there oh, eighteen? Yeah. Was there eighteen? Yeah. Or there was there was t-
5: there was thirty six.
4: Thirty six. There was a there was a Cinnaboy golf course and Deer Lodge golf course.
5: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And so now it's. Nine holes, and the St. James Civic Center. No, 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 there's more
1: than nine, than nine holes. Yeah. <laughs> the airport. Plus, there's 10 holes, <laughs> yeah. or 11, uh, or... Changes yearly. But. I love a
4: Cineboy. I love a Cinnaboid. I love what, I love what so they did we. with it. So, so it's, do we. It's, it's, it's still a pile of fun to go out there. <laughs>
1: yep. Depends
0: if, yeah, they're using one as a nursery or not, but uh, it is. Usually try and make it out there at least uh, at least once a year. And that's where we were going to do the the old timers, the old timers for the Cinnaboy, mm. and the young guns here, with Blair and myself. But uh, it was, I think Wednesday night, Wednesday nights still the ladies league at a Cinnaboy. So mm. it was a horrible night though. It was 70, oh, yeah. that 70, 80 kilometer per hour winds rain off oh, and on just last week. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. Brutal. Yeah. It beautiful. Was, it well, I was beautiful. like, Hey, great. I, I was 41 on the front. I was laughing, having a great yeah. time. And, and went 49 on the back. So, you know, that's just. I played that all. night too. Similar to that genius. 44 yeah.
4: 55. Yeah, really
0: similar to that. <laughs> similar to that score yeah. right there. <laughs> we take a quick break to hear from Bryce Madliszewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. So, Bryce, could you let us know what the difference is between a RRSP versus a TFSA?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of confusion with these two tools. They're both great, but uh, in a lot of instances, they're, they're, they're very opposite of each other. Uh, with a TMSA, you're dealing with post-tax money, uh, meaning you won't get a tax break when you make the initial contribution. But on, on that token, you won't be taxed on any gains that happen inside that tax-free savings account. On RSP, on, on the other hand, uh, you're dealing with pre-tax money. You do get a tax break uh, when you make that contribution. And uh, however, All of the withdrawals that you make will be taxed in the future. So uh, you can grow tax-free in the meantime inside of that uh, structure, but inevitably have to pay taxes to CRA when you draw down that account.
0: Is there a recommendation if you're a newbie investor or someone that's new into wealth management that you suggest to go on one lane or the other, or do you try and do both at the same time?
2: For most young people, a tax-free savings account is probably going to be the tool that you're going to want to maximize first. Uh, The reason for that is most younger people have a lower income or they're going to anticipate having a higher income in the future. So you want to contribute to a tax-free savings account when your income is lower or you anticipate your income is going to be higher in the future. At that same token, you're going to want to Save your RSP room uh, it, until you're in a higher tax bracket. That way, when you are making contributions, it helps offset that higher tax that you're paying and uh, helps reduce your overall tax bill. That was Bryce
0: Matlishewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204 515 3446. Well, I remember, Mike, so we are the same age. Mike Porteous, well, Mike Smith and myself, uh, we're all the same age, too. But being a junior at Assiniboine, I mean, you were pretty damn good. Did you win anything there? Because I can't remember. But you must have
3: came close. I don't know if I ever did. I was close a couple times in the juniors. Um, I remember once one day in one of the CCs, I uh, I held my first bunker shot on the left-hand bunker on eighteen um and that was pretty cool and i think that got me pretty pretty high up there i might have won an age group when i was younger but okay. i don't I never never you know like the big the big junior or anything like that i i don't have many tournament wins in all the competitive golf that i've played <laughs> i've got uh two that i remember one of them was pretty memorable just for for my own sake and then the other one was kind of you know it was uh just a you know probably 20 person field at sandy hook but um, my big one that Dad can attest—I I shot 77 at Toulon, and we woke up early one day. We were at Sandy Hook. Dad was out there on the weekend, so he woke up early with me and drove me to Toulon, dropped me off. I'm pretty sure he went back and golfed back <laughs> in Sandy Hook, um, and then uh, and I shot. And it was raining. It was like you know, side sideways rain, and I was I was probably only. F- I don't know, 14 or 15, like I was pretty young, maybe, maybe 60. Kind of when I really started getting into playing lots of tournaments and uh, I, I, I parred 18 and I got in and I added them up, but it was 77, won the tournament was was just thrilled. Dad, dad wasn't there yet. Again, he was, he was finishing up his round and had to make the (laughs) 30 minute drive back to Toulon. And I remember, uh, the prize was a hundred dollar gift card for the pro shop. Oh, nice. Um... He never knew that because when he picked me up, I had spent the entire gift card <laughs> yeah, on course. on on two uh, animal head covers, a, 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 a gorilla and a lion. Um, you still have those. Uh, that that is so. That is the one thing. I mean, as, as goofy as they were, yes, I use the lion to this day. It's got a human hand in its mouth. It's pretty funny, and the, and the gorilla is uh, just in the basement on a, an old driver. But yeah, I still have them, and um, really, that's my only tournament. Success. I've got some horror stories from playing in the Manitoba junior, um, uh, playing the, the one year it was at Sandy Hook. And I think I was so excited because the, if you made the cut, the, the, uh, the next rounds were at St. Charles. And at the time I had played St. Charles a few times, but I was really like, Oh, I can, I can do this. And, uh, and I stood up, uh, they started on the back nine at Sandy Hook. So number 10, so, uh, number one's a par three they're not they don't usually like to do that so we started on 10 my mom was following me and again i was a kid i was maybe mid probably 15 at the time i stood up and i was not playing great and we stood up on the 16th hole it's a uh, so it would have been seven that day uh short short par five just straight down like you know it's today and for me it's you know it's a pretty simple hole and i proceeded to hit four or five balls ob off the tee oh no and uh mom mom was having just as much as a meltdown as i was i was beside myself i was like well i've just shot my way out of the making the cut and getting to play st charles on this hundred dollar fee that dad paid for me to get into this (laughs) tournament um And then, I, uh, you know, just the way golf goes, you know, no pressure. And then I think I played the next 12 holes or whatever, 11 holes. I think I was one over. And, you know, that was one of my best stretches of golf at the time. But it just didn't matter at that point. It was uh, –
4: it got ugly. But – There is an old saying, you know, don't try to try. Right. (laughs) You know, and, um, boy, once you – once you start, uh, gripping the club and you can see your knuckles are all white, uh, it's, it's, it's a game you just cannot play, uh, like that you gotta you gotta be loose
0: well we saw that in the Derek Ingram book and so maybe if Mike <laughs> would have taken uh, the other five lessons that your dad bought for you with Derek Ingram you might have learned that
3: yeah. I guarantee I would have learned something but yeah I uh <laughs> why didn't you stick to it there's with, a with
4: there's Ingram? a great page in the book in in the uh, in the book uh, that uh, Derek Ingram wrote I did a little editing on it uh he said that was fine but uh I mean, he he started his golf career at this little nine-hole golf course. Mm-hmm. He caddying Incredible. for his for his dad and his uncles, and uh, at Sandy Hook. At Sandy Hook. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: I didn't get to that part of the book yet.
4: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's on page two.
1: I have read. Just kidding, Mike. Just kidding. I I have read. Oh, that's neat. I didn't know that. That makes sense. Was that? But that then you, Mike, was taking lessons uh, with Derek. Uh, You you had mentioned earlier uh, in Saint Vital or at Transcona.
3: Yeah, I, whatever that uh, out kind of, you know, it had the heated bays. It was like the first one you could hit balls outside and, you know, in that uh, early spring or early kind of start mm-hmm. of winter. I think you could. Pro- I, I don't remember going in the winter, but, yeah, I remember stepping up and, you know, I was really taking it serious at the time. And, yeah, dad got the book of lessons and uh, I took one lesson and it shows 30, 30 yeah you know 25 years later that I only took one lesson in my entire life <laughs> and I definitely could uh, could have used some more but it uh, I was stubborn and uh, I just wanted to hit the ball far <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> don't we all <laughs> yeah well even Mike's flipping through the the pages mm. right now and yes yeah, so we got some color photos some black and white photos where did you source all these photos Ken
4: uh, I had a number myself, uh, the University of Manitoba has a great collection of photos um, and uh, I spent I don't know how many hours scouring through uh, finding photographs, uh, I see a photograph there of Matt Johnston that I took the Manitoba open of him, um, I'm kind of proud of that shot, it, it turned out really well. There's a photo photograph of, of a uh, yes,
3: yeah. <laughs> him and yeah him and Stewie Vanettine were like best friends and mm, really Matty yeah. Matty was a member yeah. at
4: I'm pretty sure at one point he played at Toulon. Well, he learned he <laughs> Matt Johnson learned his his game at Sandy Hook as well, playing yeah. with his playing with his grandfather. Yeah. Mm. So the home of Champions, I mean Dan Halderson, the family lived right across the street from the old clubhouse. Uh, Wilf Hominick, uh Canadian Golf Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Doyle hired him. His It was his first pro job as an assistant pro at Sandy Hook before going to Glendale the next year, but he was at Sandy Hook. Of course, Jimmy Doyle winning the Canadian, uh, Canadian Amateur in 1968, the first Manitoban to do it. His son, Pat Doyle, winning the Manitoba Amateur in 1983. I mean, who is the next champion at Sandy Hook? That's what we want to know.
1: Mm. Ken Porteous.
4: <laughs> uh, I, I won in ninety seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, remember I did. I remember.
1: You won the club championship. I won the club uh, championship there and wow. I still I
4: still hold the record for the lowest round at the club championship. I might add. I remember Whoa. that day. That I I don't think anybody has I don't think anybody has broken seventy one. Oh, that's pretty good. Rem- Op- opened with an eighty one was about uh I don't know, tenth or eleventh. I was in the third last group and the two last groups managed to beat themselves up trying trying to beat each other and uh i lightning st- <laughs> lightning yeah, struck fair. and i shot 71 the second day and uh, and won the damn thing wow
3: i i just remember that day for a different reason, which is what? also a, a good part of the story, <laughs> when when Dad didn't come home after his round of golf and <laughs> and we we couldn't find him, like we didn't know what was going on. There's no cell phones back then, right? right? Yeah, like ninety seven. Yeah. and Mom got us all, both in the car. Me and my sister. My sister was still spending time at the lake back then too. She she was only a kid too. She would have been ten. Yeah. No, sorry, oh, she would have been thirteen. Thirteen. I was 10. ten. yeah. Mom gets us all in the car. She's like, I don't know where he is, and we go to the clubhouse. <laughs> oh no! Dad is on the deck. That's all I can say. <laughs> Dad is on the deck. Yeah. Uh, little did we know that he had a big day and yeah, big win and um, that is... yeah, of
0: course you couldn't have rung the family. <laughs> you could have just picked up the phone and uh, you know, toll-free dialed them.
4: Phone. I'm sure they had phone in the clubhouse. Oh, Not I your had, cell
0: phone. They got landlines. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: It it was a uh, it was an interesting uh, uh, victory party. Let's yeah. just say you could have faxed
1: them. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> just That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty good accomplishment, though. Any club championship. Uh, I mean, they need it.
4: Yeah, and back and back in those days, um, the Manitoba Golf Association had just started a a club champions, uh, tournament. So, so club, club champions from, from across Manitoba, uh, went into this two day, uh, tournament and it was held at Hecla. Cool. And, uh, the boys at Sandy hook, they, they paid my way up there and, uh, I didn't shoot as well, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't embarrass myself. I I played, I played reasonably well. It was probably low eighties or whatever, but, uh, but it was that's good yeah. at Heckler. Yeah, yeah. You were, I played. I played one round with uh, Mark Olson from Breezy Bend. He had he had won the club champion. Well, I just said it was for club champions, and uh, yeah. he was a pretty fair player. He beat me by a few shots, but uh, but I I held my, I held my own for the for the Sandy Hookers.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean,
4: yeah, it was neat. I, I don't be know neat why if they, they just,
1: have it now. I don't. Yeah, know.
4: I don't know why they. I don't know why they stopped it. It only... I want to say it only lasted like three or four years. And then... Yeah.
1: It got hard to organize between all the different clubs. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That's an excuse. Seems like a good party, though. Yeah.
5: Well, it
4: was nice. It was... I mean... <laughs> I mean... That was that was icing on the cake. I mean... Well, exactly. to, to To win the damn thing and then to...
1: Had to, you uh, had you known Hecla well since its fairly close proximity to
4: I actually I actually <laughs> worked <we> <laughs> I actually worked at Hecla in in uh, in 1975. It was it was my first seasonal work with Provincial Parks, and I eventually would go on to a 35 year career with with Provincial Parks. Yeah. So my buddy and I uh, that was the year uh, it was being built. Correct. Uh, yeah. It, it officially. It officially opened that summer, mm. and uh, they wanted, uh, they needed a couple of guys to be uh, park patrol, and we weren't certainly g- going to to Falcon Lake or Grand Beach to to be you know, Parker hu- hustling, up, or hustling up, uh, 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 you know, stealing Mike's beer, well, taking Mike's beer away uh, no, from him. <laughs> you know, being with rowdies and right, campgrounds yeah. and that, we didn't, we didn't need that. So, uh, but heckla, um, we go, you know, where is it? What's happening? There's a golf course. <laughs>
5: yeah,
4: you bet we were there. And actually it was only, uh, it was so new. Only the front nine was open the mm-hmm. the uh, the back 9 of course the the more beautiful 9 of the golf course along the lake uh it, i mean it was it it was all carved out of the woods and stuff and ready but the the turf the turf hadn't taken yet so they only opened the front 9 but
5: <laughs> yeah
0: was that when you were still so were you just in St. James at a certain point in time or St. James and Sandy Hook was there and now you're just at Sandy Hook so was there ever well, a time where you were jumping between places did you have one or the other
4: Uh I only held memberships at both clubs one year Okay and I just realized that it it just wasn't gonna, it just wasn't going to it just wasn't going to pay mm. to to uh, I think I think like I ended up playing three games at Assiniboine on a full membership and everything else was at Sandy Hook. It didn't make, didn't make sense. So, so everything was Assiniboine to a certain, certain stage till about maybe the mid eighties. And then it's been Sandy Hook ever since. And we built, we built the cottage in 1979. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, that's when, um, when Mr. Doyle about, uh, about, about the mid-70s, say 75, 76, or whatever. He wanted to expand the golf course. He wanted to go from 9 to 18, and the only way he could afford to do that was to sell lots around the golf course. And he had been traveling to Texas, um, staying at different golf resorts, and he thought, you know what? Maybe this this might work at Sandy Hook if if I subdivide the land and, uh, and run... Uh, a golf course through the lots and I can, I can pay for the expansion. And, uh, I think maybe Manitoba is ready for this. And I was just a kid. And, uh, I thought, geez, you know what? I think I got to get in on the ground floor on this one. And I remember going over to Mr. Doyle's place. He lived on Winchester. The Doyles lived on Winchester, which was only three streets over from Truro. And I walked over there one night and, uh, uh, Mr. Doyle and Mrs. Doyle they invited me in, and I went into the big house and uh, I went one one hundred two one hundred three one hundred four one hundred <laughs> five one hundred dollar bills on the coffee table and that was the down payment on the lot and I signed all the papers, and I remember I walked home that night. What the hell have I just done? <laughs> <laughs> and how old were you at that point? <laughs> I would have been uh, 21, 20, yeah. 22. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. I think it was my bursary money, University of Manitoba. Thank you. Uh,
1: and in school kids. I was surprised that my cabins early.
4: None of the other, none of my other friends, uh, you know, bought into it, and I, I know they had the money to do it, but uh, for whatever reason they they didn't, and it turned out to be one of the great things in in my life when one of life's better choices for me. <laughs> All
3: the more wild that your parents, your sister had cabins the other side of the lake, but he wanted to be by the golf course as this was well before Grand Pines was built.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: he got to golf every weekend eventually.
4: Yeah, my my parents had a cabin at Grand Beach and we would, uh, on the weekends, we'd either go to Pine Falls or Victoria Beach. And we kept waiting and waiting. And I actually saw plans for a golf course at Grand Beach, it was it was around the lagoon and it looked mm-hmm. pretty darn good. But how I, long ago? Uh, that would have been in the park or just it, outside it was, the it park. It was within the park. Oh, yeah. it was within the park proper, not too far from the campground, and uh, just never materialized. The plans probably were late sixties. I want to say. Mm-hmm and you know mom and or my dad i mean we just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and it, it never happened then i became friends with drew and the opportunity to to get a lot at sandy hook and the rest is golf history as they say
3: Mm -hmm. It's a compound now. It's not a cabin, but it's something. (laughs) It's a a compound. (laughs) Compound.
4: (laughs) compound.
3: There's like four outbuildings now. There's a giant yard. Um, Whereas when I grew up, it was literally just a cabin. But yeah, times have changed. Well, I
0: think even before we came on the show, you mentioned as soon as uh, Mike and your daughter moved out, you decided to do an expansion to your home in St. James. Like you needed more space or something. Was
4: yeah, that, we did. Yeah. yeah, we put an addition. Put an addition on the cottage with only two people. It made no sense at all. We lived there lived there comfortably with four people. But no, let's. We need more room. More room for my golf stuff, I guess.
0: For all these pictures for uh, this fantastic book here, and I wanted to uh, give a shout out as well. So I, if you remember the name Mike Porteous, it's because he came up a lot because he would always get us beer. Oh, yes. um, for for every random show that we would do so uh, shout out to you for that we appreciate that uh, and as well maybe you got that from your dad because your dad used to make his own
3: uh, yeah he, he did
4: um, <laughs> <laughs> don't sound so excited uh, just, <laughs> he knows
3: what this is leading yeah, into just the story is just uh, yeah I was uh, I was
4: young and young what and happened dad. to the beer that I made
3: <laughs> yeah where did it go well, I found it <laughs> like I always do um and uh, so, so yeah, I I, I don't even know. I, I had my license, so I would have been like
4: sixteen. Oh, the story gets even better. <laughs> oh, he's
5: got the beer and he's got a license. Yeah. Beautiful.
3: So, yeah, it wasn't great, uh, but yeah, I found it. It was in like uh, in the basement um, in old stubby bottles. I remember that was the one thing. I think that's why you were upset in the end because I had gotten rid of the stubby bottles and you had reused. Them. Well,
4: yeah, some somebody else was making beer or whatever and they were looking for bottles and I said geez I says I've got I have an uh a box an 18 box which makes no sense but it was an 18 box of stubbies old Vienna I said I've got it's in the basement I'll go and get it of course I'm searching around no no bottles no box no (laughs) no nothing no beer no nothing yeah
3: and again not being uh, 18 I found it at some point um and thought it'd be a good idea to uh, try to consume these beers with uh, some friends. Um, uh, yeah, it uh, didn't go well. I don't know how long those beers <laughs> were there, um, <laughs> but it wasn't good.
4: And uh, apparently, when you when you make homemade beer, there actually is sludge in the bottom so that that you. That you yeah, don't. That and, you don't drink.
3: Yeah, I probably drank said sludge. Oh man. So it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't good. That's the last. And yeah. you learned your lesson. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. 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 yeah now I just drink fresh beer. <laughs> fresh. <laughs> Define fresh beer. Uh, it's in a can and it's cold and doesn't have sludge on the bottom. <laughs>
1: Uh, was that around the time? Did you work at Assiniboine for a for an, us at any point in time as nope, well? I uh, did not. For some reason, no. I remember you working
0: no. there, but although Dad maybe only,
1: volunteering potentially, who knows?
3: I,
0: you must have caddied at some point for club championship.
3: I I did. I yeah. know I did that. I don't remember for who, but I never. I know I did that. They
0: probably don't remember either.
3: <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> it's a shit oh, show. <laughs> oh, jeez! It still is. Uh, what's this? I ran into him the other day. Uh Sturgeon guy, he was Lenny. I ran into Lenny and then Timmy. Uh, we were picking up our stuff on the Sunday after uh, after the wedding, picking up our stuff, and ran into them. And of course, I'm like, "Hey, hey, Timmy, how's it going?" And um, he goes, "Great, great. We won. Uh, we won a couple of passes to come out with uh, the with, uh, with the with the wives today on the at the Sturgeon, or no, sorry, the fourth line golf tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were out there celebrating and and." Uh, I I've probably I know for a fact I've met Lenny a hundred times I've played with him numerous times too I played CC with him but I don't think he knows my name no, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he'd remember <laughs> it I lost my train of thought
0: <laughs> <laughs> even better that happens on this show all the time don't worry about it we get it all the time um, well jumping back uh, in, into the book here um, just because of you know the history and that was there any issues getting stories out of people or were people readily available to tell you Anything and everything. Like, is there a lot of good stuff in this book?
4: I I like to think that there is. Uh, the colored balls uh, caper yeah, is... Yeah, so what's, is, a, what's a little bit about oh, that? You don't have
0: to the, tell us the whole thing, but give us a little well, very, holes notes on quickly,
4: that. Very quickly, there was there was a hole. that it, The uh, the sixth hole was a dog leg left, and uh, you had to go around this pond. The fellows, I think it was uh fellow and his brother hit a couple of brand new Spalding orange balls or whatever into the pond. Nobody around, you know, we're going to, we're going to find our, we're going to find our golf balls. (laughs) And so they get into the pond and they're not the first people to hit a few golf balls into the pond. And now they're throwing them out onto the, onto the bank, all the way around the bank. Whoa. Orange balls, white balls, and I think a few yellow balls. And then all of a sudden, there's Mr. Doyle, He gets off his golf court, g- golf cart, and he's coming over to to see the boys. Jumbo Jim Doyle was a big man, and uh, and he came across, and these two kids, they were scared out of their wits. Like, what is going to happen here? I bet. What are you boys doing? <laughs> yeah. uh, we're just we're just we're just looking for our, for our, our our golf balls. Did you find them? Uh, no, no, sir. We didn't find them. There's probably a hundred golf balls around the, around the, the, the bank.
0: That's why you marked your golf ball. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mr. Boyle, Mr. Boyle, Mr. Doyle turns around. He starts walking back to his cart over his shoulder. Okay. Keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that, that sort of summed up, uh, Jim Doyle. He was, uh, he could be gruff. And you could be afraid of him, but he really was an old softy and, and he would, he would help people all the time. There'd be somebody that would be down and out or whatever. Okay. Go, go and pick rocks on the golf course or whatever. And, you know, pay him for the day and just, just different things like that. I mean, he, the, the man was great. Another quick story in, in the book, uh, that, uh, my friend Ken Sims wrote, and and is in the book was uh, a day that we had a very bad start on the first hole of the old the uh, the old nine hole course. We were all over the lot. We must have taken half an hour to finish the first hole. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and he had Mister Doyle had let us play in the, in the afternoon after all the green fee players had you know uh, had uh, had finished their rounds and that and the course was you know somewhat quiet and. uh, we were coming down two, which kind of came back to the clubhouse. And uh, we were playing much better. We hit good drives. We were hitting into the second one. Uh-oh. Here comes Mr. Doyle. Great big guys like you. You can't play any better than that. Get off the golf course. <laughs> 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 so we put our tails between our legs and we walked back to uh, to Drew Doyle's. Had, had He had a little cabin in the back. And back to the cabin we went. What was it called? It was called the Electric Banana, <laughs> which is which is a lyric from an old Donovan song at the time. Wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Donovan <laughs> <sorry, laughs> <then> who? <laughs> so, we're back in the cabin now, and uh, a couple of hours pass, and uh, the phone rings, and Drew answers the phone. And it's Mr. Doyle. And we go, holy shit. <laughs> Not only has he kicked us off the golf course, but we're going to get kicked right right out of the cottage and we're out of here. <laughs> and Drew uh, Drew, put his hand over the, over the phone receiver and he turns to us and says, my dad wants us to come over for hamburgers <laughs> he says he says you might be hungry and oh, and we could nice. and we could hear jumbo over by over by the cottage he had great big mitts for hands and he was just slapping those burgers together just them going, them we went over there but this was the this was the type of guy that uh that mr doyle was and uh so that story's related. There's mm. a couple of other stories. There's a, a miraculous uh, hole in one on the on the wrong hole uh, that is that is told. No. Oh, geez. Tell. Tell.
5: Yeah, get I into that say, one. Pick maybe. Up, yeah, pick up the book. Oh, gee. Yeah, maybe pick up the book. I, can, I, can, I mean, I can tell. I can tell the
4: story if, if you if you wish, but uh, but uh, you know all the. Uh, no, we all, wish.
3: I want to hear that story. You want to
4: hear? Okay. Well. <laughs> The uh,
3: I also haven't made it through the book. Apparently, the, uh, the <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> was that one on page two as yeah, well? Yeah, or? yeah. <laughs> the eighth hole is uh, is a is the first first of three par fives on the golf course. I think it was Martin McPherson, good golfer at Sandy Hook, uh, lefty, and he hit a big sweeping slice, and it crossed over the seventh hole or or towards the seventh towards the seventh tee box which is a par, a par 3 and uh so they're so they they think they can find it because it's fairly open they didn't hear any trees between the eighth and seventh fairways and and I mean it was a big slice so it you know it went way over the trees. No this ends where I think it does. Stuff. And, and so they're over there and he, he's just about prepared to throw down a ball, lost ball and, and, and just hit another one. He didn't hit a provisional and a guy putting on the sixth green, <laughs> wow. which
0: is so like, like, how far like, would that be? Like, like yardage to, wise, maybe well, like to the left.
4: You know what? It probably, it's probably no more than, than, than a couple of hundred yards. Because <laughs> a couple of <the>, hundred <laughs> yards left. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, maybe... maybe it's maybe, maybe it's two, probably maybe.
3: 60 yards left and 150 yards. Yeah, 150, yeah. 170 okay, yeah. yards yeah.
4: up. Anyway, somebody putting on, on that green um, yells over, did you did you did you lose a ball and they go yeah you know and they yelled out whatever it was taylor made callaway and 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 the guy says oh well it's here it was in the hole <laughs>
5: amazing so
4: whether whether that's just a tall tale yes. uh, of sandy hook uh, the the thing the thing is if you if you see the tee box and you know the golf course
5: there's it an is. Opening. It's 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 plausible. It's plausible, oh, really? it's plausible yeah, okay.
4: that it could have happened. <laughs> so you, you whether the guy yeah. in the sixth green was just making it up, just you know, to have some fun. He found the ball beside the green oh, or yeah, on maybe, the green yeah. or whatever, and 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 said and has kept his his uh, his lips sealed right. for, for all that time. But anyway, yeah, so there's, yeah. Some, there's some interesting stories in there. There's some good history at the beginning. Uh, Mr. Doyle's father um, buying the golf course just, uh, just after the Second World War. I mean, the golf course has now been in the Doyle's family for 75 years Jeez, out of the 100. Wow. And that's pretty amazing right there. I don't mm-hmm. know that any course in Canada can make that claim to be in one family for that length of time. And it, and it, uh, and I don't see, I don't see the Doyles, uh, relinquishing that, uh, Pat Doyle's son, Tyler is, uh, is right into the, into the golf course. And I think in, in due course, he will take over the management of it and, uh, and, the, and the, and the golf course and the Doyles will keep going. Yes.
0: That's impressive. Yeah. See, like knowing that you, you know, you're probably right. I mean, you can get up the Google machine and our fact checkers, you know, how much people like to <laughs> Google whatever they hear on the show and tell us that we're wrong. Um, but that could be something like is that. Yep. It really, really is. When even having Terry Hashimoto on last time talking about the independent golf retailer is probably the first one in Canada. Yeah. Yep. And then now probably the longest standing family owned golf course is also in Manitoba. Exactly. Impressive. Way to go Manitoba. That's why we do this show.
5: <laughs> we knew none of this.
1: And <laughs> now we know a bunch of it. So yeah, good good for us. We're learning so much. Yeah. But yeah, I've actually never played uh, Sandy Hook. Really? I'm sorry. I don't Okay. Well,
4: you now have an open invitation. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah I'd and like You got uh, the book. I I, I like, do. I got the book. Like, <laughs> like why don't we why don't we We got a game up? in September. The four right of now? us will 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 make it happen.
0: Yeah,
4: I'm
3: in. That sounds yeah, good. It's got some some really wild, I mean, it's called Sandy Hook. There's not a bunker on the golf
5: course. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's another unique feature yeah. of the Sandy Hook golf course. There are, there are no sand traps. No bunkers. Interesting. Jeez, yeah. And that's and that's right, somewhat yeah. by design, again, by yeah. Mr. Doyle. You know, championship golfers tend to want to make, want to uh, uh, design championship courses, Mr. Doyle wanted to design a golf course that you could go out and play, have a chance to make a birdie, and come back and pay your green fees again.
5: <laughs> yeah. You know?
4: He's yeah. paying $200, Business. you know, down south for, for a game, and, you, you know, you just got to play from the tips and shoot 120. Like, what the hell is the fun of that? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah. But you can go around Sandy Hook, and you can have some legitimate birdie chances on six to eight holes.
3: Or you could Pay, lose five balls off the tee on 16 <laughs> and take a 15 or whatever it was. I don't even
4: know. I've, I've probably had, the
3: biggest number in competitive. I've in golf. taken a 14. I think it was 16. I had to sign for. <laughs> I've
4: taken a 14 on 14. Wow. Yep. It's you, 290 yep. yards. It was just like 10 cup. The guys, I was playing with. I was just snapping my fingers and they were throwing me the balls. Just wow. kept just kept smacking them in. You do kind of look like Kevin Costner.
1: <laughs>
4: Just
0: kidding. Are you doing celebrity lookalikes. Now <laughs>
1: um, uh, we've reached that point in the yeah. show, have we? No, no, we haven't. But uh, oh, I wanted to ask, Ken, uh, you're wearing uh, your S H I T. Spell that one out in your head, folks. Uh, it's a, a very nice jacket, windbreaker, and uh, I, I had read about this. I don't know, it? Was it's not? Is it in the book? S- it the, is. Uh, it's.
4: I, I- uh, out of the 50 pages, most of the pages are standalone, uh, but there are a couple of two-page spreads. And uh, the Sandy Hook Invitational Tournament, the SHIT, <laughs> is uh, gets a two-page spread because there was actually three, three versions, two of which are still
1: going. Now, uh, yeah. Shit uh, and spread in the bo- in the same sentence throws me way off, but I'll I'll let you continue.
4: Mike. Did it to yourself. How quick the how S- quickly the shogun just Oh yeah, changes. Yeah. The oh. SHIT. Sandy Hook Invitational. Yeah, so this is actually this is actually from uh from the longest running shit tournament uh, that's uh, put together by Harry Ethan's every year. Uh, So I was invited last year because of the book. He loved the book. I don't know how many copies he ended up buying for friends and mailing them to people across Canada. Um, but we had a, it's it's a great tournament, a pile of fun with some uh, interesting rules. You can, you can, you get a, you get a throw per hole and, and uh, if you, you <laughs> can, than yours. <laughs> you get a, how does it work? It's like a, you get a minute to look for a golf ball. If you take three minutes, then, then you're, you're penalized. Some some crazy rule about looking for your golf ball anyway, mm-hmm. and, and you you end up getting penalized for it. <laughs> Whereas, speed it up. Uh, That's a good rule. Uh, Art, <laughs> so the, the, turnam- the rule? three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the tournament, yeah. I mean, I know it is. Yeah, I'd have to. I have to go through my notes. But
1: they've they've, uh, they've been doing it for forty two years, and uh,
4: uh, yeah, 43rd forty third is coming up on I believe September the fifteenth, and my fortieth tournament uh i have a chance to have the longest consecutive streak because right. in in uh the 41st tournament a couple of years ago was rained out for harry's tournament and they had a break in their uh in oh their boy. shit tournament, but uh, <laughs> but mine will be the forty. Afford- There's nothing better than a good shit in September. I'm telling you, that just it's it's just, they're, they're just so you're bringing some, it on yourself. There's just something about it that's. Very comfortable,
1: yeah I like fall golf and I like fall shits.
4: well there you go so <laughs> that doesn't and the and the original the but original shit falls. was actually drew Doyle had the original shits in I think like 73 75 <laughs> and in 75 but you actually sent out invites oh yeah oh yeah oh, okay. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. oh yeah there's <laughs> official invites okay, oh yeah okay. this is so, ask, this is a big tournament okay this is a big tournament. people come from all across Canada to, to this one. Just just to go back to one of the first ones though, I, and I think I think Mr Drew was putting it on. Drew Doyle was putting it on and and uh, it only lasted for a couple of years. And I think it was the lawn chairs on top of the roofs of the cabin. I think that's when Mr. Doyle drew drew the line, <laughs> and uh, I think Drew got another phone call after that tournament, and uh, and this time it wasn't quite as gracious. Like people throwing like, up,
0: like throwing lawn chairs. No, they no 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 no. They're no, sitting
4: no, just sitting. Just dish oh, okay. thought this was a great idea to yeah. put to put one of those one of those folding yeah, lawn chairs yeah. with the little ribbon yeah seats or whatever, mm-hmm. put them up on top of the roof of the of the cabins and. Sounds like a liability, and and, and, and <laughs> sit up there. Oh, okay, you know, <laughs> drink sounds- drink beer, listen to music, and fall off the roof.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good yeah. time.
4: Yeah. yeah. Why would you know? I've want seen
3: that. worse. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, I had one more for Mike, not you, Mike. Yeah. The Mike, but uh, are you still at Rossmere now? Yes. How'd yeah. you end up there?
3: So growing up, Dad, Dad only had uh, the dual membership. for for a couple years when he was or one year as he says I had multiple years I grew up playing Uh, when it was at school time I would play at Assiniboine and then during the summer I would go to uh, Sandy Hook and I would play for two months worked out there a couple years Um, my mom and me would play uh, you know I'd, I'd be at the course for six. I'd weed whack for eight straight hours. Sorry, I'd weed whack for eight straight hours. Uh, and uh, upon finishing, my mom would meet me and we would go and play. Uh, well, she'd play 18 with me. I'd play 36. I'd ride my bike to Winnipeg Beach. I'd get a bag of candy and a movie, come, <laughs> come back and uh, rinse and repeat. And I did that for for two years. Uh, but at the same time, when, when we were in the city, I was playing at Assiniboine. Uh, as much as I could. And I find it weird that you, it was only one year that you were at a Cinnabon. that, cause it, you, you, you kept playing there, I guess maybe it just wasn't as frequently, but
4: yeah, just one year with the, with the dual memberships.
3: Mm. So I did that. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, anyway, so that starts my membership train. I worked at Glendale for a few years, played a ton of golf there. Um, Met some of the guests that have been on here, obviously. And then yeah, Rossmere, uh, my my now wife. Um we were her parents live in uh off Henderson and we were looking for houses uh three years ago, an absolute disaster. Um, <laughs> but we're looking for houses everywhere. Uh the market was, you know, was just that tough time. Yeah. Um shout out to COVID. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, In the middle of it, though, we found out that we were having Benson, so it became imperative that we needed a house. My sister was moving away. I was living in her house at the time while she lived in Vancouver. So we're looking at houses in St. James as well as Kildonan, uh, and we're talking lots of houses. Shout out to Mike Walker, great real estate guy. It's uh, Matt Levin's uh, brother-in-law now. Um, Never met him before. Um, he took us under his wing. You know, he, he showed us everything. Uh, no free over, ads. <laughs> over over 50 houses. Um, and then on our 13th offer, so 12 offers and our 13th offer, we got one. But the reason we stopped looking in St. James, so we're driving around one day. I'd put my name on the list at Rossmere. There was a waiting list. And Parker called me. It would have been like April. So before the courses, uh, maybe March. We're looking up for houses out in Kildonan at the time. Get the call. He says there's a spot. I've never played Rossmere. It's one of the very (laughs) few courses I've never played in the city. Very bizarre. But I had heard good things. Um, Get the call. There's a spot. And I looked at my wife and... uh, So we can stop looking for houses in St. James. (laughs) If, uh, if we can sign this up and, uh, on the way back to, to River Heights, uh, we stopped in at Rossmere, uh, signed up and I've been there now. This is my third year. And, uh, what a, what a, what a great facility. And, And I can't say enough good things. Some of the people that I've met, uh, two of my best friends now, Taryn and James shout out, um, just, just two amazing guys that I get to golf with every weekend, uh, great players, um, see my dad's face, you know, playing, playing somewhere that's just a little bit more elevated than, you know, some of the places that I grew up playing and, and I'm not taking anything away from those places. It's just different. Mm -hmm. And, uh, something that I've we know, get I, it I <laughs> it's uh, uh I love both those tracks you know I'm I still consider myself you know an honorary member at, at uh, Sandy Hook I get to play there you know you know four or five times a year but Rossmere is just uh, it's a different uh, different beast and goddamn, is it hard <laughs> it's yes. uh yes, it, it is. is surprising and uh you know people that have never played it uh you know hit me up if you want to come out for a for a round but it's uh it's just a different different beast and uh you know my dad I think you had played it once and then you went about 40 years without playing it I think is the story and I got to bring him out the first year and you know him telling me some of this because he remembers these things and he remembers a couple of holes a couple of shots and he's like wow this is this is different and uh but yeah, Rossmere. Yeah, I cannot mm-hmm. say enough good things about it. It's just it's amazing. the The horse race a couple weeks ago. Uh, were you in it? Or <sighs> were you watching? Fuck, no, <laughs> <laughs> spectator. Uh, uh, more than a spectator. Um, uh, a, a good buddy, golfing buddy, Taryn. Uh, you know, played played quite well. Back to back doubles on ten and eleven, but still shot seventy five. So he got in the last spot for the horse race, and. Uh, what a spectacle it is! Right, huh? I, 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 <laughs> How many? Went, how many guys? Uh, there's, I think there's twelve or fourteen. I think it's, I think there's the nine top guys. Sorry, fourteen top guys, and then three more or four more. So the junior champion gets in, the women's, uh, the women's champion as well as the senior champ. Yeah. Uh, and they get in, and there's no carts. You, you, you have to like pre-call for a cart. Um, so Taren, Taren's wife and their two kids come out, Benson and my wife come out and we're watching Taren and I'm caddying for Taren and what an experience that is. There's it, it, for, for amateur golfers, like I don't think anyone really cares about the club championship at Rossmere. It's all about the horse race <laughs> and you get to bet on everyone and, and what an experience. So um, there's probably, I'd say three to f- I don't know. I'd say at least 300 people, every cart that the course has all the rental carts from like the tournaments that are locked up. Usually they're, they're out, <laughs> they're lining the fairways. They're behind <laughs> the greens. There's nowhere to move. Uh, Taryn and I are just walking the fair. We have his clubs on a cart, but we're walking. We're not riding in the car. We're just walking hole to hole. But what an experience. Um, it was pff, lining up putts with people, yelling at you and Taryn just like, and I hope he, oh, I'll make sure he listens to this, but wow like, you know, putting drinks down on the green when he's lining up putts, he's putting a truly down next <laughs> to his ball and, and these guys are like, just, they're super focused a, eh? and he's just like, I made it, like I just want to have fun and that's what we did and we just had so much fun and he's asking for four iron and I'm going, no, you need five iron, man, like you're so jacked up right now and, you know this five iron goes 230 yards it's, uh, uh it, it was uh it was a wild day and and definitely you know one of the highlights of uh the whole Rossmere season for sure but uh, just getting to play there every weekend and
4: mm-hmm. yeah uh, if I could add two two cents worth on on Rossmere I I remember playing it as a junior uh, at least a practice the Rossmere it the Manitoba Junior must have been held at Rossmere one time because I I went out for a practice round I'm sure I played in it and then I didn't play it for years, and I remember I played in it one time uh, with Monday Putter. Uh, I was playing with a with a good golfer from Assiniboine, and then I didn't play it for another 20 years or whatever, and I had truly forgotten how good a golf course it is. It's, it's shot value, scenic, great shape. It's just a really, really good, Good city track that—that uh, that I think—I think many people have sort of, like myself, have kind of forgotten just how good Rossmere is. Mm. I mean, it could—it could still hold uh, uh, a Manitoba amateur championship if the membership wanted to go that way, and it, it would easily hold its own. It's oh a, boy, would yeah. it ever! It's a very good track. Mm-hmm. Yeah did well, love, love year mike?
1: yeah mike had us out uh, graciously me and uh awok oh wow uh <laughs> i think it was a monday a holiday monday yeah. and in the summer and uh we probably stayed up late the night before so me we'll and uh me and awok <laughs> weren't feeling 100 percent, but uh it was a beautiful day and uh we we uh, the course ate us up pretty good um <sighs> I don't. know. Ewok might even beat beat me that I day. Think he did. Yeah. I think uh, your putter got
3: you into some trouble.
1: Yeah. The greens <laughs> were were tough, and uh but it was a great course, beautiful. Yeah. And I uh, I would need to get back there for sure. Yep. But But uh,
3: how many more invites do you want till you can make it? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it a- seems like one a week at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it tough. Just tough, uh, it's tough. It's
0: tough. Mike's not a weekend golfer. Well, I do. In the city, I
2: do. you just,
1: anyway. <laughs> just uh, it's only at Clear Lake or Grand, Grand Pines, Pines or yeah. wherever
3: else I am. But uh, Holiday Monday, so I'll keep that in mind. There's one coming up. <laughs> yes. You'll be away. I'll be
1: out of the way. But uh, yeah, we'll have to get back out to Rossmere. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever played it. So yeah. And I'll then you. One of those really? invites. Yeah, but then you well, play in the uh, the the winter league there too, don't they have a pretty expensive yeah winter yeah league? that winter
3: league is something else too. It's wild. Uh, they're redoing it right now, uh, the space. But yeah, the four bays that are there. Um, yeah, I guess I want to say my first year is the year it opened. Uh, lots of money to replace uh, the ice machine and the curling rink. They went to the membership. What do you want to do? They went we can get virtual golf bays where we can play all the time. It's a no brainer. And they haven't looked back. It's, uh, it's just as busy as the courses, which is great to see. Um, and yeah, it's just, the, the league is great. It's yeah. It's just fun to be able to whack golf balls all all year round. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why we're getting better at golf. Right. Maybe. <laughs> right.
3: maybe we got to start curling in the
1: winter, <laughs> maybe and maybe we'd too. be a lot better. Because we've interviewed a lot of good golfers that right. are also curlers, and uh, and uh, maybe we should do that. I've never curled either, so
3: never again. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> the, after the finger, yeah. <laughs> my mom, my mom, when it happened. Who like, knows if if that didn't happen, you could have you could have been. It was terrifying. Mike. I literally got it stuck between one curling rock that wasn't moving and one that was moving directly towards it behind a between a rock and hard place exactly <laughs> oh well done really Hi-yo. nice well done
0: hi-oh well, I just awesome.
3: remember my, my Mike mom learned a few
4: things at Silver Heights that's good
3: <laughs> yeah. my mom banging her hand on the glass because she saw it happen saw it happen and she she just like puts her mouth to the glass and she goes put your hand on the ice I'm gonna go get the van like she just knew it's buggered and the, yeah my it's never been it's just solid bone my finger it's disgusting oh,
0: wow. jeez. jeez yeah
1: it is disgusting I can vouch for that good thing people can't see uh, quickly uh did you ever play high school golf because that's something oh, yeah. I never did but I know oh, JR did and oh boy and a few uh, other guys
3: did but I, uh, I probably I wasn't a, a good enough I had to uh, I didn't have many, but I, I was on the team for a very brief time. And uh, uh, interesting story. I'll tell it without naming names. Yeah. Um, so we were playing at Tuxedo because that's where the rounds were taking place. And uh, if anyone knows, uh, I can tend to get a little fiery on the golf course. <laughs> and uh, I probably lost my temper at some point. Anyways, so on the second hole... <laughs> It's the par five, and then there's the tee box on the third hole, and there's about probably 10, 15 yards of tree. Um, And we're playing the hole, and my playing partner, so uh, another guy on our team, was looking for a ball, and we looked and we looked and we looked, and we couldn't find it. And, uh, and, And then eventually he said he found it. So he went ahead and played it. This is a true story. I'm not naming names. <laughs> um, and he says he finds it. He, whatever. He goes on, finishes the hole. So we all walk to the third tee box. And I get onto the tee box, and there's a ball on the tee. It is my playing partner's actual ball.
1: Jeez. Oh, Wow
3: so I had uh probably had a tench I don't know if I had it after or before it doesn't matter, but the next day afterwards um Mike McWilliams said, "I heard you had a bit of a bit of a show out there and there was a couple of club tosses, and I was oh me no no <laughs> and uh I, I you know it wasn't it wasn't so much as a, you're off the team it was just like you're you know I'm not gonna ask you again this said player um was the one who as far as I understand was the one that uh, told Mr. McWilliams about this incident. Um, I, on the other hand, kept my mouth shut. This guy can take it to the grave, but he got to keep playing. (laughs) I did not. Uh, Don't have a tantrum, (laughs) but uh, don't ever drop a ball in the trees because you never know when you're going to find it on the next tee box and have to look (laughs) your playing partner in the, and I confronted him about it. I was like, that's your ball, man. Uh, And yeah, a game of integrity stuff happens <laughs> stuff happens but yeah, i played
4: that, i played high school on the, <laughs> uh, well high school at st james collegiate and uh i was fifth and it was a few years later that we found out that the the fourth player on the team cheated
0: oh wow <laughs> yeah i wasn't happy I mean, about that i know it's high school golf, that guy like that guy it, will but, yeah. remain
4: nameless as well but uh <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> we want names no it's alright <laughs> the only name we're going to give you right now do you want to get we'll get into the back nine how about that alright because it's going to be a, a long one it's the back nine lightning round it is for Brace Malachewski who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management part of IA Private Wealth and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund you can contact Brace at 204-515-3446 look forward to golfing with him soon, and yeah I guess you need another beer Ken needs yeah. another beer, don't spill it you say
1: Mike. uh this one I think you may it's a it's a witch beer, this other one's a double i p a though uh it's uh it's thick. barnhammer it's seven point five percent so no. there you go no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no. Stick with that one I didn't realize that uh yeah, barnhammer shout out to barnhammer uh we don't even we don't have a an official sponsor. Even though I did we drink whatever is brought to us, uh, get uh, a lot of cards and gave out oh, a right. lot of stickers at a beer festival, and uh, we have a lot. <laughs> I of I think people. half
4: pints should be uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I should I be sponsoring pints. yeah absolutely. Shout absolutely. Out
1: half pints, we had a code yeah. name Ghost. I'll tell a quick story here. Yeah. On the weekend, I. Uh, we, uh, we were at the lake, and I made some ribs. I wrapped them in foil, and I always put a little bit of something in there. I put a codename ghost in the foil, wrapped them up, and it, and it steamed them up. So I had some oh, codename wow. ghost ribs. Wow. And then Brett made uh, my better half. She made uh, a codename ghost beer goritas. So... Half codename Ghost, half half Margarita. Man. If you're so listening, really if
4: you're listening out there, Dave, um, <laughs> yeah. codename Ghost. I mean, it's time to uh, time to put some money down on the uh, on the boys <laughs> on here. The pod. Thank, yeah. Thank yeah. On the, the on the pod, we'll take
1: it. <laughs> but um, thank you. We'll get into the back nine. Shout out to Bryce, as you mentioned, and Bryce has been trying to set up a a a, 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 a round with us. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got a lot because even Marshall Patterson, we've had on the show, mm.
0: um, who is a teaching professional in California, went to Sturgeon Creek High School. Uh, he's coming to town in September. So okay. we got to get out with him as well. Very busy, I know.
3: We're very we're busy. I got to take guys. off the month of September <laughs> yeah, to get just all just these golf. Yeah. Wow, what
5: yeah. a September.
1: Hopefully, he uh, brings us some left dashes. Uh, Pro V one. He B1s. didn't commit. So he didn't commit to that. So he we'll see. Couldn't get him over the border. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he had to hoop him, and uh, they they stopped him. Uh, Ken, you got a nickname? You got to get? You got a nickname?
4: Uh not really. No. Um,
1: that's your nickname? Not really.
4: <laughs> Ken, not really. portis <laughs> It is now. <laughs> Uh, just, I, I've, uh, Ken, Kenny, Kenneth, just depending on who the friend is or whatever. And, uh, sometimes it'll be Kenny P. Hey, Kenny P. What's Kenny happening? P, that's good. But that's, uh, that's about it. And that's sort of interesting because St. James is pretty famous for handles. Oh yeah. I, I've, I mean, yeah, when I've, I grew I've up, learned, there was yeah. the good meat, there was the Bobby Weeze, there was, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, there was high ham. No, no, no. His name was Higham, but we called him Low Beef. <laughs> hey, what I've a great, of, what like, a great handle uh, that is!
1: I've heard of <laughs> hippo and uh,
4: yeah, there was all. If was always, if you're from Saint James, you usually had, you usually had a handle of something. But I, for for whatever reason, no, just yeah, he pee or.
1: That's kind of like me. Yeah. I never really had a real nickname. It was just Mike or Mikey or nobody ever called me Smitty. It was just kind of Mike. Yeah, Mikey. Mike-y. Yeah, you're
5: the
3: only Smith in the world. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's not a, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think because there was another Smitty and uh, yes, yeah, there was. What are the chances of that? But uh, Mike, <laughs> did you have a, a, any nicknames or yeah. any current nicknames?
3: Yeah, I do. It's
4: dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Can't I'd, pick. Well, you
3: don't you have to. It? You don't have yeah. to say it. You yeah. yeah. don't have to say it. My, my nickname is Twag. <laughs> <laughs> Twag? <laughs> Did you know this? You didn't know that.
4: Oh,
5: really?
3: No. <laughs> okay. <No.
4: laughs> no. I'm, I'm kind of
5: glad I didn't
4: know it, and I would get you know back it up and take this <laughs> well, off. I mean, it's
3: uh, pretty.
1: I think it's just like taken away from many different things or maybe I don't even know the full
3: story no, we don't have to get it, in. it. Mm-hmm. no it was, it, was just- uh, it was DQ Nick's brother uh, Darren and uh, yeah it, people would always call me Porteous there's there was, I think there was five of us in our grade that were named Mike
5: right <laughs> yeah Yeah. and
3: uh, I I you know, when I, uh, yeah, probably like grade 10, people started calling me Porteous, and then it got short to Portwag. Yes. And then Darren, one night at a party, just said, your name is Twag, pretty much, and it's <laughs> rest right. is history. Yeah. This
4: didn't happen on the trip to, uh, to OzFest.
3: No, no, Darren wasn't okay. for that one. No. All right. Well, let's hear
5: more about that. <laughs> oh, no. Well,
4: that was an interesting trip, to tell you <laughs> the truth. Oh,
3: no. Well,
1: yeah, twag, yeah, it was always interesting. But, yeah, it came from porch twag, which I don't know how you get porch tw- anyway. Well, it was
3: porch, well,
1: however you but, say uh, it. But, well, let's get into it. And, Ken, we'll start with you. This is our back nine. Like I'm right. not sure if you've, have you listened to the. To I the, have
4: listened well, to it, to number. No, Michael s- told me, he you, you got to s- listen to a few of these things. And You've studied prepared. That's good. I'm, I'm, he
3: remembered his notes. Man. I
4: have to admit. Yeah, I'm well, a, I know he,
1: he hasn't used it. You never what? do use your notes, no. really. Just, yeah, we make them every episode. We don't use them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, the first one. Have you ever got a hole in one? Uh,
4: I've I've made two,
1: <laughs> two. <laughs> wow! And how old would you have been when you when you hit your first hole in one?
4: I made the first one in two thousand and three. Okay. which would have put me at about 49, I think. Oh, okay. And later, uh, it, it, it's, it's an interesting one because the hole does not exist anymore. It was the 13th at the Old Southwood. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is no longer yeah. around. And I hit an 8-iron into a short par 3. Everybody else hit wedge. I don't hit the ball that long, but I am accurate. And anyway, we watched this ball hit on the green and and begin to roll, not that far, but it was rolling up, rolling up, and it really looked like it was going to go left of the pin, like it wasn't, you know, we're all standing there. Michael was there, my nephew was there, and my great-nephew was there. That was the foursome. Wow. And the ball is rolling towards the hole, but it's on the left side of the hole, And it's gonna go by the hole. And then it fell into the hole. (laughs) And I made that hole in one exactly eighteen days after my father passed. Wow. At age ninety two. And it was like did he just nudge it in at the end?
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing.
4: It was weird. It was very weird. And then less than a year later, but 11 months later in 2004, I made the second one on the first hole at Sandy Hook.
0: Okay. Good way to start the uh, round.
4: Yeah. And I managed to make that with Pat Doyle. Jeez. And so the beers were flowing and basically he told me, don't bother bringing your putter. You're obviously not going to need it today. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Typical Pat Doyle. How did the rest of the round go? You know what was interesting? Uh, uh, it actually, I shot, I shot fairly well that day. I can't give you the exact score. I want, I was in the seventies somewhere, yeah. probably the mid seventies. That's good. But I remember that I got to the 18th hole, which is one of the tougher holes, maybe the toughest hole on on the golf course, number 18. About uh, 405 or whatever, slightly uphill for the drive, and uh, damn if I didn't chip in for birdie.
5: <laughs> oh wow. So started
4: yes. off with a hole in one, chipped in for birdie on 18. So, oh, wow, what yeah. a day. Yeah. So I always remember that one. Yeah. Michael? No. <laughs> no, no holes yeah. no no, and runs. I, no. I do not. No no. Closes,
1: no. albatrosses, eagles, birdies, uh,
3: bogeys. lots of, lots of <laughs> eagles. I got nothing yeah. really cool to be honest. Uh as I,
4: Drew I, as it, Drew it, it, Doyle used to say to me, Michael. You're just not a very good golfer. <laughs>
3: it's, uh, it's, uh, wow. That's how it goes. Oh, I
4: yeah, just love yeah, putting yeah, it. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say the needle.
3: Uh, I've hit the pin. I've lipped out. I've ended up inches behind the hole. No, I don't have one. No nope.
1: That's okay. Yeah. I, the way, the I'm way, also not 49 yet, that's so right. I, still yeah. got, I still got time. Either you can
4: until uh, he was 49. Yeah, yeah, the way he plays, it's it's it's, a matter it's only a matter of time. <laughs> I'll get one. It, it, it will fall. No- I hear Bobby Moyer got one. <laughs>
0: yes, his very
4: first. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was yes, Bob. Bobby Moyer. At I, Ma- Maple, Maplewood?
0: Uh, I don't know. Some Yeah, one of those. I don't know. <laughs> Made up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. We don't oh, know. Bobby, good for Bobby. That's great. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh, also at the Dale Esopanko yeah. Pro-Am at Assiniboine. Uh, what was it, last Friday? A couple of Fridays, whenever it was. Uh, Ed Bond. Bondage, if you remember. Ed yeah, Bond from yeah. Assiniboine yep. Golf Club. He came back and
2: He's got a hole-in-one. One. I
0: think it was like the first hole. The first hole that he played because it was oh, you no know, shotgun. Starting yeah. on four. Yeah, I think he got he started a hole-in-one on the first a
4: hole. hole. Maybe a shout-out to, uh, to Esso. Man, he was a good guy. He mm-hmm. was just... <laughs> gone way too soon. He was, he was so good to me. He was so good to my mom and dad on some of the golf trips to uh, Florida. Oh yeah. He, he he was, he was just amazing. Just a great, great guy. Yep. Yeah.
3: It was to me, me too. Yeah, absolutely.
0: He was to me every now and then. (laughs)
1: <laughs> when, he, when he was barking at you and you're yeah, thir- was, 13 years old yeah, yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> cash out already yeah i got school Count in the morning pennies, yeah. yeah all right ken uh what golf ball do you do you, you play do you got a, a ball that's always in your bag or just got various <laughs> balls when
4: Something michael is. mentioned this earlier when uh when you walk down the little path from from our house to the uh, to the twelfth fairway, uh, you find all kinds of all kinds of great golf balls. So <laughs> what, what, whatever's along the path, uh, you know, good. I will play. Um, I like the Taylor Made ball. I like the Callaway ball, and I and I can't tell you sort of which model or whatever, but nice. uh, I seem to play well with those balls. Uh, I like. Titleist Pro V's. I mean, what's not to like about them? Uh, but I, I, I don't. Oh, wait a minute. I was going to say I don't seem to play those ones that well. Except that both hole-in-ones were with a Titleist three. Oh. <laughs> so So, so maybe maybe I should play yeah, Titleist go, more yeah. often. Only Titleist with, three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Titleist threes exactly.
1: Did you, you uh, kept the balls? Did you put I them did, in yeah, them? yeah,
4: yeah. They're they're in a little uh they're they're in a little plaque in the in the man cave, so <laughs> yeah. Along with my ninety four A winner Cinnaboyne. Hey. I'm telling <laughs> nice. you. That's what a that's player. when I knew. You know, that's when I knew I was close to tour caliber, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Three years later, CC, and a few more years yeah, later, after that, hole and ones were being made easily. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> then everything went right in the crapper after that. But
1: anyway, you wasted all your good ones.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Michael,
3: what are you playing? Uh, right now, I. Uh, I'm I've been playing the chrome sauce actually, the Callaways. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like lately. Uh, trivia sometimes I kinda change it up, but I, I like those ones. Trivia? It, trivial. Triv. Tri- what is it called? You're saying trivial, or like trivia golf ball? Triv tri- like the like the ones with like the soccer ball. Oh yes, yes. trivious sorry. isn't it? Oh,
0: I don't know. I don't Never know. heard of that. Don't know that one. Oh, I know the made I picks.
1: I don't
3: know. Yeah, well, I used to play the picks too. I, I like. Think, I I've seen those. the
1: soccer I, ball ones. I, I don't know. I think.
0: Well, I've, they're
3: just the same thing as the picks. Yeah, they just yeah, have yeah, a yeah. different logo in yeah, the. Thought
0: spots. you had to be 50 plus to play those. Not the picks, <laughs> but the soccer ball ones.
3: Or European, or European. Uh, uh yeah, that's what I like right now. Um uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a cowway ball guy lately this whole season pretty much. Now now we're gonna
1: get a lot of uh hate faxes from our European listeners. Right. Yeah. Ooh, in yeah. Estonia, Estonia or wherever they <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> we got one listener in Estonia. Yeah all the time, <laughs> they're learning English. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, now they're going to know how to say shit after we said it <laughs> <Right>. eight <laughs> <A million> times <laughs> in a minute. Um, I, I, I'm going to assume the answer to this, but uh, you got a, a favorite course to play in Manitoba.
4: I have a top 10 list. Oh, you do? Okay. okay. Well, top <laughs>
1: 10.
0: Honest, so you didn't print it out. You put it on your phone. Put it on your phone. This one I have on okay. my
4: phone. zooming <laughs> in. And this, this changes over time. Oh, Let, okay. You know, all let's, right. let's, you know, it's a very subjective it's kind fluid. of thing. It's fluid. It's a fluid list. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But, um, number one right now is Rossmere. Oh, wow, okay. It's just, it's just that good. Mm, it, wow. it, 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 it really is, and I encourage, encourage free everybody. Passes. everybody uh, well, to yeah. play with Mike, and I'm just kidding. I'm, it is I'm, very nice. I'm hoping that uh, that people will have an opportunity that, that they'll know somebody or a member, or they'll go out there and say, you know what, I I heard this podcast. This guy <laughs> says that Rossmere's fantastic. I want to play it. You know what? Yeah. You know, let me play. Number two is Glendale. Uh, again, a, a course I've gotten to play say the last five or six years. My nephew has a corporate membership there, and Glendale is hard. It's yeah, sure hard. Is. It's too hard for me. Uh, but I, I like the five par threes, and five I see yeah. the only course
3: um, in the province. Like well, I,
4: and I sort of concentrate on on uh, on on those par threes. See see how many. How many pars I can make? Yeah,
3: they're
0: tough as
5: hell. Though.
4: The other thing about Glendale, and I told this little story at the wedding, is my before it was Glendale. Glendale celebrated their seventy fifth anniversary like a couple of years oh, ago. Yes, yeah. But it's been around longer than seventy five years. Oh, uh, it was known as Roymount. Roymount. Oh, what's, what's you, he? What? Oh. What do you? What do you show <laughs> you? What, Okay. So anyway, it was known as Roymont. January 22nd, 1942. Mm -hmm. January. January. 1942. 1942, okay. January January 22, Mm -hmm. 1942. I have a photo of my dad and his buddy playing Roymount now Glendale. Mm. In January. Really? For two days, and I think the record highs today still stand for those days it was like it reached like uh well i'm going to say 40 42 fahrenheit so what what is that still, six, yeah, 6 or 7 yeah they will be around there like that. i would think yeah. so yeah and so they there was but no snow let you go play there was no snow really? they went out there and if you look closely at their golf bag you see something sticking out of the golf bag that that has like it has no it has no head to it. it. looks like a shaft, but it's actually a, a, a 22. <laughs> Cause, cause right. dad and his friend went out there and figured, well, you know, we'll golf, but if we can catch a couple of uh, rabbits <laughs> on the golf course as well, then Might as we'll, yeah, we'll have, we'll have, yeah, we'll have <laughs> dinner as well. Wow. So yeah. So Glendale, number two, Pine Ridge, number three. Okay. Yeah. I caddied there for 10 years in the Manitoba open Whew. and, uh, I saw a lot of great players at Pine Ridge, and that course just holds up. It's just really, really good. Mm. Um, I know the Elmhurst members are going to come at me <laughs> on on that one. Uh, <laughs> well, do you Elm- have Elmi as number uh, five? <laughs> I haven't played. I haven't played Elmhurst enough. Oh, honestly, okay. I haven't played All it right. enough. I played it with Mister Doyle. Okay, he took us out there. He took Drew and I out there, uh, which was pretty cool. Number four is St. Charles, the history. I'm I've got another book in the works, and uh, St. Nice. Charles is heard just, it here first. Yeah, just just too many great uh, great golf championships at that golf course, and now with what they've done uh, with the Ross Nine and now the McKenzie Nine, mm-hmm. they finally have brought back. Um, uh, what Mackenzie envisioned for the for the right. for the North Nine, mm-hmm. they fixed the third hole. The third hole was a disaster for I don't know how many years. I don't know who I don't know who came up with the idea for that god awful hole that it was because <laughs> the was, uh, because, uh, because yeah. the third the third hole was a straightaway um, par four, very short, short mm-hmm. with ridiculous uh, grass bunkers at the time. I don't know if they're if if they if if that was the original design but when I drove that that uh, that green when I played it 30 years ago or whatever um, and then managed to three putt for par it was a great it was a great golf hole very narrow green going into it. anyway it's it's been fixed number 3 clear lake number 4
0: so you're going all over the place with numbers now
4: uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're at number five or All right, six. sorry, Sorry, Clear Lake, number five. Granite Hills, number six. Okay. Pinawa, number seven. Niaqua, number eight. Again, a golf course that I really wish uh, they would, they were, if they've got the Stanley, the original Stanley Thompson architectural drawings for that mm. golf course from 1922. Uh Ooh. They they need to bring that golf course back. I know they've got a bunch of water out there or whatever. Uh, they needed it for drainage and for maybe watering the golf course. That's fine. I can I can live with that. But to take away the fifteenth hole where Sam Snead made a hole in one in nineteen forty six during the Winnipeg Open, uh, oh, wow. it's, it's just that. it's just sacrilege that yeah. that hole doesn't exist anymore. Sorry, I was missed. I was letting the
1: cat in the house. Uh, what what <laughs> course noted? are we talking about? Naiakwa. Oh, okay. Niaqua, number
4: Niaqua. eight on the list. Yes. Hecla number nine. People will want that. Uh, will want mm-hmm. that higher on the list. And uh, great golf course. So much. Um, imagine, imagine the eighteenth hole at Pebble Beach, and you couldn't see the Pacific Ocean because the whole left side was treed. Mm. And that is number fourteen at Hecla.
2: Par yeah, five.
4: Right. You know, and, <laughs> I, and I and I and I and I know I know time. there's yeah. a whole provincial didn't, park uh, thing and there's regulations did, and whatever. The,
3: yeah. But but that whole that holes are cleared, but the, the next part okay. five is treated.
1: Yeah. Right. Four- and we haven't been back since Sandy yeah. left. We were boycotting yeah. it. <laughs> Not really, but
4: fourteen could be a magnificent golf hole. It would it would have a wider fairway, admittedly, or whatever, but man, to see that lake. Yeah. You know, as you're playing that golf hole. The thirteenth green should be pushed way back towards the, the towards the uh the water. <laughs> uh, towards the water. Mm-hmm. the I think the fifth tee box should be way back. As the par three, close to the water. There's just some stuff at Heckler that Get up be there done. and change it up. Get the, oh, get man, the it drives, cut out. drives me crazy. <laughs> number 10, Sandy Hook. Sheer fun. <laughs> gives it number 10. It makes it, makes wow. it top 10 on the list.
0: Oh, I like it. That not whole that one, list
4: again, that whole list could change and there's some great golf courses in Manitoba that I haven't that I haven't played. Mm. So let's let's some. let's be fair. I yeah, mean I love I'm hearing nothing but incredible things about Gilbert no, Plains. Wait. We don't. We don't want to. We don't, don't want to blow every, the load
1: yet. We got that
4: question coming yet.
5: <laughs>
4: Sorry, I went off on a yeah, tangent.
1: No,
5: there,
4: that was so.
0: good. Yeah, we had sure. a top ten, and fourteen courses were named on it. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, you got a, you got a uh, uh,
4: favorite course in my Manitoba? Favorite course. Oh. Pleasant Valley is a sleeper, by the way. Oh, yeah. I've heard, heard. good yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, the back makes... nine is incredible.
3: Huh. Yeah. That's just that nine hole track, right? No, 18. Hmm. Oh, uh... by you, you and I have played it. Yeah. That's one that there's literally like 30 yards of downhill on one of the holes on the back nine. Yeah. Pretty well. You, you can hit a drive like 400 yards. <laughs> it's, yeah, that was fun, actually. <laughs> I, I
1: think it's recently been. Purchased uh, by someone new, and they're putting some, some, some money, money into, it. into it. So, oh, nice! Wow.
3: Yeah. Um, favorite track, though, for me, uh, <clears throat> that's tough. Uh, that's real tough. your course
1: play in Manitoba, yeah. Uh,
3: I would say Granite. I've just got some some good memories there, playing with some good friends and some good tournaments. Um, that's a tough course. Oh,
1: yeah, I fucking hate that course. It's
3: only number. I mean, only, <laughs> I mean, memory. I love that course. Okay, yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. Uh, love and hate. But uh, <laughs> yeah, some some great memories, uh, some decent rounds. Uh, lost a club on one hole, threw it into the trees. Uh, wow. Couldn't find it. Looked for it. <laughs> Three holes later, car girl came around. Guy in the group was buying shots, and he goes, "Mike, that's the hole where you threw your club." And this was forty-five minutes later. And I walked into the trees and I found it. Oh, and you got it. (laughs) Oh,
1: hey. That's pretty good. Uh,
3: But yes, no, I love granite. uh, And I obviously love just playing with my guys at Rossmere. That's uh, probably one, two. Good. Yes. Uh, no. Do you want to hear my other eight? No. <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it twelve? Is it ten? Uh, we'll put it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We'll, a minute. we'll, we'll put it Fal- in the Falcon Street. Lake
4: and Quarry Oaks deserve <laughs> mention. Okay. Honorable mention. Oh, honorable mention. Honorable
1: mentions.
0: Okay.
3: But I
4: haven't played Gilbert Plains or Oak Island. In right. The, well, do you, do you
1: have a oh, bucket? Geez. The next question is: Do you have a bucket list course? In Manitoba. In yeah, Manitoba.
4: You play? Yeah. Uh I'm I'm hearing a lot of really good things about Gilbert Plains. Uh I have seen Oak Island. Uh there's actually a provincial No, that's a park television show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: The curse.
1: Yeah, the curse of Oak Island. <laughs> you've curse. seen it, so you've been out there. I guess that's a <laughs> yeah. you said that's a provincial park too and you spent yes. a lot of time yeah, Oak, with the uh Oak Lake Provincial Parks uh yeah. department.
4: Yeah. Yeah, So I just was never able to work a game in at, at Oak Island, but, uh, I mean, uh, this year's amateur was played out there mm-hmm. and I, I think that speaks volumes to the golf course. Um, yeah. So, yes. yeah. So those, those for Manitoba, those are a couple of courses that I'd, uh, that I'd like to get out to. Certainly.
3: Michael uh yeah i've got one that i've never had a chance to play i've caddied at the the manitoba open there i've watched dad caddy there i've never played it though i've never got to play pine ridge wow yeah
4: Mm. so yeah and it's such a good track yeah.
3: yeah i'd like i'd like to play there and then yeah oak island and gilbert i've never never gone out that way either um i only got to play clear lake for the first time like four years ago and i yeah, different world. Out that way. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Elevation. But genius. for me, Pine Ridge, yeah, number one. Oh. Get me out there.
1: Somebody Let's listening will get him out. We'll out there. Yeah. What's your handy? You got a pretty darn good handicap index. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, can get it's you out there. It's a single digit.
3: It's a single digit, but that's it's better uh, than it's a bit what of, this, a bit of, this
1: show is called.
4: <laughs> yeah, but a single digit at Rossmere is a whole lot different than a single digit at Sandy Hook. So <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, he he downplays his game but he he can play. He's Sometimes. He's he's good. He's when good. He wants to. He's yeah. good. <laughs> I've seen it. They say talent skips a generation. <laughs> my dad was really really good. So <laughs> All right. There I uh I kind of fumble uh, fumble my way around but uh Michael's got uh, got some really good talent. He, he can play. He's
3: there a, you go. You got potential, man. Yeah, thirty six. <laughs> I got potential.
4: Yeah,
3: that's right. just, just
4: hitting your prime. Uh, yeah. yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, yeah. you know, you just the fact in. that my wife lets me play on the weekends and I have a two year old at home is that's all I'm shooting. Yeah, as long as yeah. you get as a long hole. as I can play in under four hours. <laughs> well, as, long as, uh, as long
1: as you yeah. get a of one before you're forty nine. Uh, that, that's yeah, all that matters. Exactly. Uh, you got a. Uh, you got a m- most memorable course that you've ever played anywhere in the world. Thought to be good. Sure.
4: Well, <laughs> you're pretty fortunate. I'm pretty fortunate. I've played. I've played a lot of great tracks. Um, I have played St. Andrews, but I'm going to have to give that question to Old Head in Ireland. Wow! It is. Old Head. Okay.
3: It isn't it or top twenty or I don't of, I, I mean, don't know but it's heard of it. it's
4: it's an it's just an incredible <laughs> incredible track it's just I was so fortunate to play it uh, even though we played it in in at the end of uh, of Hurricane Humberto in well, uh, Humberto in Humberto <laughs> in, uh, in twenty nineteen the fall of twenty nineteen wow uh, it. It came up the uh, the Atlantic coast as hurricanes do, and then eventually it swings around and and eventually reaches Ireland. But at that point, it was a tropical storm. But I, I've I've never walked around in golf shoes where the water simply squirted out of the islets of of, of where your laces were. <laughs> uh, we were so wet. And my nephew, my said. nephew made two birdies that day. I, I I don't know how he did it. I parred the 18th hole, and that was my only par of the day. I finally hit a green, left the first putt six feet short, <laughs> and just had had three putt all over my my tiny brain. I'm going, oh please don't. Don't do that on on this great golf course. <laughs> and I sank it, and the right. world was good again. Every, yeah. every, I'll be back tomorrow. Everything the was sun good sun shining. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> tremendous, uh, tremendous golf course.
1: Did you do a, a big uh, UK trip of golf courses, or you're just kind of did? You've hit them a couple did,
4: of times. We uh, did, we did, and I, well, <clears throat> the old course was uh, um, my wife and I in '83. Did uh, England, Wales, Scotland, just just a trip? Yeah. And in fact, Roberta was pregnant with Lindsay dur- during that trip. was was sort of interesting. But we made it to St. Andrews, and uh, I just showed up in the morning or whatever, and uh, and. Uh, Got and, on. and they then they let they let me on with that's they what you know they they had a group of three they need you know and and they said yeah okay get out there kid anyone want to go they're just yelling yeah. out and yeah, yeah. showed up uh, me. me 40 45 putts, I believe that that Whoa. day yeah that's a lot and I hit that's a lot nice of man. greens <laughs> they weren't the right greens on on those that's double right. greens that they have there but uh but in anyway it was It was sheer joy to play that golf course. And, uh, uh, to, for people that are listening to the podcast, to put old head, uh, ahead of the old course is, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be, that's your opinion. They're going to be shaking a few heads. But, yeah, who gives a shit what they think? (laughs) I played Torrey Pines. (laughs) I've played Paco Ridge, number one in New Mexico. Um, Great tracks in North Dakota. Whistling. I played. Uh, uh, I played the Irish course, the sister course to Whistling Straits. Beautiful cor- course. Um, I played a Donald Ross design called uh, Triggs Memorial in uh, in Rhode Island, which was uh, just an amazing amazing track for like forty bucks and renting my clubs. Every club was different. <laughs> met a met a couple of guys and just had a blast. The first thing they did was you know open up their bag, throw me a beer, and away we went. Oh, nice. Tremendous, Perfect. tremendous. Yeah. Muni, Donald Ross, Muni. Um, played in Florida. Played, you know. I just, I'm just, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Yes,
1: we all are. I don't um, have anything that cool. Nothing that <laughs> cool, huh? No. What no. Are you? Where? What's your most memorable? Uh, Just a, a a nice
3: round with your dad on a. Well, anytime a beautiful I get to play with dad, it doesn't matter where. It's great. Uh, he knows that. We've played some cool tracks together in Florida, but nothing. I don't have any big big name tracks yet. Uh, uh,
4: St. James Bay, though, in Florida, was fun.
3: Yeah, no, that was fine. Something about
4: uh, the alligators, I guess. Um
3: <laughs> I played a mountain course with my brother-in-law last summer. That was my first uh you yeah, know, fuck what was it called? I don't know, off the top of my head. Sorry. Uh but got to play that with him. That was my first uh, you know, shot at mountain golf And Holy Cow. Was, was it in, where was it? Alberta or, was it? or is it uh BC? States, BC, okay. Yeah. Uh
1: Do you know what city you were in?
3: How? <laughs> She's in New Westminster. We drove about an hour. Uh anyways, it was uh It, it was, was in BC and it was it was yeah, in the mountains. It was, it was, it was, it was but nice. yeah, it was the first, you know, target golf, you know, elevation changes, you know, everything's up or everything's down. It's uh it's just it wasn't easy. It was a lot of fun. And then I've played in the Caribbean once, that was really fun. But I again like no no wow. courses that have that's games. right. Oh, that's
4: we've played Royal St. Kitts together. Yeah. Yeah. Saint
1: Kitts? Yeah. Not too shabby. Oh, memorable. it was fun. It was that was a great day.
4: Isn't that where the, the
1: planes play- come over the beach there? No, it's
4: called No, North- that's no, Saint, Saint, that's St. Saint Martin's. Northlands, okay. Yeah. Different. That that's is wild.
1: Was. Yeah. And it if was if you haven't
4: had that experience.
1: Uh, not yet, no. <laughs> no. Uh well, Ken, do you do you have uh we say with the exception of Augusta National, assumingly you haven't played Augusta, do you have a bucket list course? Or maybe Augusta is not on the top, but we don't need to hear about that.
4: Not not really? No. Like like anytime I can play golf, it can be it can be inwood it can be the old course, and wow. and I'm enjoying myself. So, Inwood is a treat. You know what? It's it, it, it's a pretty. How often do you play Inwood? Good, maybe once a summer. Yeah. You know, I guess it's am uh, at the hook, and I got I have way, so many right? interests. I'm doing so much stuff that, uh, but uh, but no, not really a golf course to play. But I really want to walk Augusta just one time like Certainly. like like just a just a tuesday or wednesday practice round. In fact, I don't want to be with the 25, 35, 45,000 people. Yeah. trying to trying to watch that golf tournament. It's it's enjoyable to just watch it on the big screen now, but I really just want to walk it one day. And I mean every single person that I know that I've talked to that have been fortunate enough to be there, say, you have no idea the elevation.
3: You better do it soon with those knees.
4: <laughs> yeah, with the one Jeez. bad knee, I'm telling you, maybe I couldn't even get around now. But uh, no, no,
3: I
1: think you could still wrap yourself around one of the carts like you did as a kid, and Mike can
4: pull you up and down the fair. I like yeah. it. I like it. You're paying attention, Mike. That's good. That's good. Call back because you didn't yeah, do that at Silver Rides.
1: <laughs> Not so much. Wow. Roast. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Do you look up our grades or something? <laughs> He did, his <laughs> Look at all these pages. He's a substitute he got her, yeah, teacher yeah, now. He got he, a he's been hacking the system, Oh man. <laughs> uh, Mike, you got a you got a bucket list. That you, uh, you know, you want to get out to at some point, or <sighs> number one.
3: Uh, I don't know. I'd like to. I'd actually like to play some of the courses that he has played because I know he has the cards, so it'd be fun oh. to uh fun, oh, gotcha, be fun yeah. to get to Tory. It'd be fun to play the Irish course. Those are both accessible. Um, you know, St. Andrews one day maybe. Um Yeah, that I think that would be fun. Any of those mm-hmm. courses. Um I'm like dad though. I'm Put, not picky. I just yeah, I just, I just love just love game. a good day out on yeah. the course. Is yeah. the beer cold? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Even yeah. if it's warm. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
4: Okay. laughs> if I could just add to that yeah. for for people out there don't don't wait don't don't come up with any excuses I don't have the time it's gonna be too expensive blah 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 uh, I probably waited too long to make the Ireland trip I wasn't wasn't playing as well as I wa- as sort of wanted to um, but just just get it set up uh, get the green light from uh, from the home office and uh, and and do it. Uh, this Ireland trip was incredible with my nephew, and uh, we played we played eight courses or whatever. Like like the whole trip cost me about three grand.
5: Mm-hmm. To play uh, wow. And
4: and that That's includes the air, that included the airfare to the return airfare to Dublin. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive. We just stayed in bed and breakfast, went on to Expedia and, and, uh, and just drove to the next town, drank our Guinness, had a whiskey at the end of the night and did it all over again the next day. And it was just fantastic. God, we played some good golf courses and just Mm -hmm. Irish music going. How long
1: were you there? Uh,
4: I think it was... But nine days yeah. and that includes the that's a big thing
1: everyone thinks the they term- need to take off two three four weeks to go to Europe or wherever but if you can I think the big thing is just trying to get a week off work, or or maybe yeah. a week and a half. But you yeah. can do it in a week. It can I do. Be, it I went can to, be, we went it to Scotland. And it was it was like twelve days, and yeah. it was a whirlwind. Just plan and it. Yeah. we played St Andrews. But anyways, but just do it. I mean, go out there, kids.
4: I mean, you can. I mean, I mean a a great a great tour would be just to go to North Dakota. Yep. Play Red Mike, fantastic golf course. Then down to the Badlands and play uh, play uh, Bully Pulpit. Magnificent. Then over to Bismarck and play uh, play Hawk Tree. Uh, the traps are all black sand. What? Oh, yeah, wow. can you imagine that? It's fantastic. And then maybe um, up to Minot to play Sears Valley or just carry on to Fargo and play the... Um, what is it? The King's walk, I think. Yeah. I like yeah. Yeah, played that. Yeah. You know, That's so Rainer, so <laughs> four, four yeah. or Rainers, five, Minnesota, whoops. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's all right. But <laughs> four or
4: five courses <laughs> yeah. just in North Dakota, mm-hmm. easily done in, in six or seven days. Wow.
0: We'll do the 18 over and far DQ freezer truck tour and you can be the host. <laughs> yeah. You're the travel guide. You're the tour guide. There we go. Done. We, we'll pay, uh, we'll pay for your rounds.
5: Well, it,
4: <laughs> it, 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 it would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's so many good golf, so much. Good oh, golf there's so there. much good golf. Don't 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 let time and money get in the way, or you kids. Will, you'll just <laughs>
1: leave the kids at home. You <laughs> know, they can come with. Boil a bunch of KD and uh, <laughs> sprinkle <laughs> it around on the floor or something. <laughs> you can tell Mike doesn't have kids. <laughs> uh, speaking of good golf, do you have a, a career low round?
4: Oh boy, I thought you might ask me this. Question. Is that there the seventy-one or there? I know, have uh... I have a sixty-nine with an asterisk. Hmm? Okay. Yeah, that was at Sandy Hook. Uh, What's we, the par at Sandy? Seventy-one. Yeah, and we were playing a uh, a FISOM, but it was match play, and it was uh, two against three, and. Uh, that 69 had a couple of uh, probably probably three footers that were given to me and uh, and I I putted so well that day I was just on and I I'm, I'm confident that I would have made them. Yeah, uh, we'll, <laughs> <but, did>. uh, <laughs> we'll give them to you. Had been asked, but we'll give them to you, Kev. And then, uh, and then that that seventy-one in the club championship, and I, I think, I think I probably equaled that maybe a couple of other times. And I did shoot seventy at a twice. Okay, cool. I remember, I remember being on the eighteenth tee box, going, uh, man, if I can. If I can bird, I can birdie here for sixty nine, you know. And uh and in the end was probably damn happy I made the par for <laughs> yeah, seventy yeah, to, yeah. to be honest with yeah. you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, those are my those are my best those are my best rounds. Pretty good. Michael?
3: Uh I've never shot under par, unfortunately. Uh no. I've had some chances. Uh I've shot even par <laughs> three times. Twice at Assiniboine. Um, I got a 72 at the hook, and I shot 70 last year at Rossmere. Um, I was, uh, yeah, probably the best round of golf I've ever played. I was two under on the 18th hole, and uh, I looked at my playing partner, James, who had pretty much turned into my caddy at that point, you know, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. bouncing ideas off of him. And uh, to this day, I will continue to hit driver if I'm ever in that situation. But I snap hooked it into the driving range. Oh. I had to re-tee, um, found my ball on the right side, uh, knocked it on, and uh, or just short. No. Just short. I had to make a 15-footer for double. I shot 70. Jeez. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, uh, I hit 14 greens. I had four birdies. Wow. I think I had twenty-eight or twenty-seven putts. I don't think I've ever hit double-digit greens.
4: Yeah, I got to go back to one of those 72s. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I saw you. I
3: saw I him
4: flipping low. through. No, there. no, no, like, that's, that's, that? Something that, that's something else. But that's I got go to go back to the to the to the set to the one seventy-two at at a It was a men's night. He had dragged me out. And it was a complete gong show.
1: Sounds but about right. <laughs> Who dragged you out? Yeah. Uh, me, My, Mike, Mike, yeah. Michael. Okay,
4: Michael did, and uh, oh. and uh, was I there? You probably, yeah, you probably <laughs> were. You probably were, Jordan. But, but the uh, uh, there's very few times that I've played with anybody like Garth Collings or 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 any anybody. That had such control of their golf ball on on any particular Mm. day, and this seventy two, yeah, he 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 did make a couple of mistakes, but for the most part, it 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 was it was like a good pool player. He was calling his shots. It was ridiculous. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Boom, and he did it. It was it was magnificent. Mm. Find the zone, something, Mister Mills. If you're
5: listening to this (laughs)
4: podcast, however. He won nothing.
5: <laughs> there was guys going up there and
4: picking up money and prizes. I'm going, what the hell? What is going on here? You know,
0: you got to make but birdies.
4: He, but he, Michael, really, really played well that day. It was It was incredible. Uh, did you, did you make the eagle on three? I did. Yeah, and
3: then Hal oh. Brown tied me that day too. So that was another thing. Oh that. wow! Oh, so he get a snip. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah,
3: like, yeah, I didn't get the snip. Someone else eagled, and then sat down next to Bobby Moore and and Hal Brown, and I was pretty jacked up. Obviously, I think that might have been the f- first time I did it, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, I shot seventy two too." Fuck <laughs> like, <buckle>. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> anyway, good
5: player though.
2: Yeah,
4: you really played well. Really played well that uh, that night.
1: What Look, uh, can uh, eat? Is my wild card question here? And, and with the risk of. of uh,
4: not the condiments. Please, not the condiments. Not the condiments. Not the condiments.
1: But uh, yeah. it's coming, Yeah, It's coming. <laughs> I heard, uh, I, I had actually read. Uh, maybe not in, in the book, but elsewhere in an article, that uh, you're a bit of an actor, a, a thespian, <laughs> oh, if you will. Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, you were in Men Men with Brooms and the Don Cherry story and Whiteout with uh, Kate Beckinsale.
4: Uh I was. Wow. Are you an actor? You, okay. you and are
1: an actor?
4: <laughs> um, I don't have my uh, my acting card, but uh, no, I, I, I was in about, I was, a I was an, well, a BP, a background performer. <laughs> never, okay. never say extra to a background performer. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. So I was a background performer in probably about 20 productions. Oh, Mike!
0: With the uh, beer, we saved.
1: saved the beer and <laughs> and the book. And
0: the and the books. Books. Nothing, on the Nothing on the book.
1: Nothing on the book.
0: Wow. Sorry, I nice interrupt. So twenty productions.
1: Yeah.
4: So it, it and and it's kind of fun. fun. The the Don Cherry thing was interesting because I believe I was Barkley Plager. I was the coach of the St. Louis Blues <laughs> playing against obviously the Boston Bruins, and uh, and I got paid a pile of money for that. Like <laughs> oh, I really? was getting. Well, shit, it was $1,000 an hour? Whoa. Something like that. Yeah, it was like it was good money. (laughs) Yeah, that's about
1: what we make doing this
4: podcast. Yeah,
0: it's pretty close. Yeah. (laughs) So thanks for uh, making us over time here.
4: The only thing is, when you actually watch it, I I was probably only on for a quarter of a second so <laughs> right. so you do the math yeah. I only made about 10 bucks that day but, but, uh. but, but I got to wear the fedora and the whole the oh, shirt so, cool. yeah, so yeah so cool and and, and actually just being in the box at uh, at the old MTS center and imagining yourself being a player or mm. wh- or whatever, mm. and and the crowd going crazy like it, it was uh it was mm. it was it was fun, and then you'll see my Sorel boots in uh, in whiteout, you know, clogging along, you know, because it was a blizzard and oh yeah, all kinds of. I good didn't stuff. see that movie, but I did. I did, I did a did. couple of tornado movies too. That's interesting in front of a green screen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Going crazy, twister, yeah, yeah. Maybe. It was, it was uh, well, it was actually with Randy Quaid, I think, was the, oh, no, no. Randy was, Quaid. Was the star in these movies. Okay, I think yeah. right. he's canceled,
3: yeah, <laughs> anyway. So. Yes,
4: okay, so I've
5: done very
3: that. cool.
1: That's yeah. very interesting, yeah, yeah, I know everyone funny. should watch uh, men with brooms yeah.
3: that great flick that is a good one yeah. Great,
1: yeah. great movie uh, Michael I don't have of any wild card other than uh, um, I don't know I, I mean I was I was gonna say you you worked at Glendale I did and during your time there did you did you learn? Much about the game, or did you did you get to know the pros there
3: well and and try and pick their brains? Uh, I did. Uh, Tim Tabor was was always really good to me. Uh, would would again try to give me some advice, and I would generally just not take it. Uh, steeper, obviously, great mm-hmm. guy. Um, his wife, Jacqueline, they met when we were when we when I worked there uh, Sunday fun days were to this day some of the, the best Sundays I had on the golf course playing with Cook and Marcus Hainstock and uh uh Montion was there before he moved away. Um just some just some guys that could all oh, Mike Goldberg. I remember playing CC. The Wrestler. <laughs> no. Oh uh, thinking of Bill Goldberg. Former junior Am yeah. champ. His brother. Uh, His brother <laughs> But, uh, what a hell of a player. I remember playing, uh, a Monday putter match and he was in the first group. I was in the fourth. I was playing in a Cinnaboyne first Cinnaboyne, sorry. And, uh, the 14th hole, that's that short par five. And, uh. He jugged it for an albatross in Monday putter. Wow. And uh, I remember going up to him afterwards, and he he just goes, I was just like, hey, man, like, what a a great shot. He goes, yeah, I did it last year, too. (laughs) Of course. Easy game. (laughs) Good. (laughs)
1: Good. Great. Great stuff. Uh, Our flagship question on the back nine Mm -hmm. lightning round, Uh, what is your favorite condiment, Ken?
4: I'm really not a condiment guy. No condiment. Wow. That's not the I, question. Th- yeah, but we, gotta we answer. Well, no, I'm gonna. There I, is I, a I broad ge-
1: spectrum g- of what we would accept. Mm. as
4: it. Well, you know, French fries are, just taste so damn good. Why do you have to put anything on them? Do you put salt a good, on them? A good steak, you know, uh, like yeah. a good hamburger. Like, why are people spoiling? those tastes well, what about like if,
0: caramelized onions are you putting onions on a
1: burger or are you just eating
0: well bun, I wouldn't okay I wouldn't
4: bun? Uh, okay. Well, we so consider I wouldn't
1: consider that a, a uh, we, condiment though. but we do we do we can here at 18 over par we consider everything a condiment
4: well then fried onions <laughs> okay
1: there you go fried onions done <laughs> fried
0: I was onions. gonna pick mustard okay what? well right both, yeah. we'll put
4: both works
3: too yeah.
1: put it on the board mustard fried onions
3: well, yeah,
4: I was so nervous tonight. <laughs> some people. They're going to ask me the condiment question. Some people <laughs> put potato
1: one. chips on their burger. I would consider that a condiment. Yeah. yeah. Tasty. I uh, put
4: salt on my ice cream. That's, interesting. that's okay. I've
1: had salted mm. caramel ice cream, but. Would you just uh, put can, salt on your ice salt cream? Salt could be a condiment, too. Really? No, so
3: yeah. you don't. Really?
1: Hard, or, hard ice cream or soft ice cream? Either. I also like how he's doing a grinding motion, which means (laughs) he's using a a very high-end sea salt. salt. Yes. Very coarse salt yes. that he has to grind. <laughs> it's not just your regular...
4: I know you're going to try he's it. He's using and, a kosher yeah. no, so. no, you're going to try it and you're going to go, God damn, Porteus was right again.
1: This is really <laughs> we'll good. Uh, we'll put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> God damn, Porteus was right again. <laughs> <Yeah>. Michael?
3: Condiments? <laughs> condiments. Uh... uh, condiments. uh uh, a big Costco guy There's been a little Combo pack lately uh, With a hot sauce I think it, the company's Called Tilly So you get a hot sauce It's great But there's another one That comes with it And it's like a Barbecue Mustard Mayo Combo Okay It's probably the best Thing I've put on Burger or fries In my life It's If you like barbecue sauce You like mustard You like mayo I like everything I like all three it's, of those it's amazing. things amazing Yeah mm-hmm. Amazing. Has Ken tried it yet? Oh, oh He put salt in it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> salt on everything. <laughs> Very good.
0: Wow. We got through it. We did. That was incredible. That was the back nine lightning rounders for Bryce Malachowski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446. The Portia Si... Thank you guys so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. Get the book. You can DM us on our social media channels. Yeah, uh, We'll maybe also try and find a link. We'll put it in our link tree. And you can also find Bryce's beautiful
1: face. You can put link your email along. on the link tree or your if they want a number. boat. Or if they want boat. You want
0: a boat? You <laughs> you want, want a boat? boat?
1: <laughs> a book. You can get a boat and a book.
0: get a book and a boat. Bong and a blitz. All right. Don't Don't uh, <laughs> don't drink the uh, Lumberjacks from Barnhammer because they're 7.5. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only code name goes from Half Pints.
1: Can't wait for the check.
5: Six point
1: nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so awesome, guys. Thank you. Uh, I've only read half the book, Ken, but uh, look forward to reading the rest. Your stories tonight were awesome, and, and Mike, um, also great stories I I haven't learned or heard before. So thank you for yeah, that. Surprising,
4: gentlemen. I I've I, I'm I was quite concerned about coming tonight. I was I was nervous. And I've just had a blast. Oh, well, it's been you. Uh, uh, you know knowing you guys from the old hockey days, the old uh, well even even middle school days or whatever. Um, it's nice to know that you all turned out well.
5: <laughs> you just wait. Yeah,
4: But it, it, it was fantastic. I'd love to come back and talk about some of the great championships For in Manitoba. Sure. We talked a little bit about Niakwa and the, the great hole-in-one that Sam Snead made mm-hmm. in the 46 uh, Winnipeg Open about a guy uh, you, you might have heard of him uh, a guy named Ben Hogan won that oh, tournament at Niagara yeah. oh, wow won. wow yeah.
0: Jeez, okay so. well don't give too much away damn it! Yeah. you're giving away all the book <laughs> you pretty much told us all the stories in the book we gotta get people to buy the book and we gotta get people to listen when you come That's back on alright right, but uh, you guys have a fantastic night thank you so much for coming down here and uh, having a few pops talking about the book and golf and life I really appreciate and uh, yeah have yourself a wonderful night thanks yeah. you can count on it
4: <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye <laughs> and you can count on me waiting for you in
5: the parking lot.